Christ, you people suck. <laughs> wow. Wolverine on a Time for another episode of M4G Radio. Episode 446. September 26th, 2016. 2016. Stardate. That's a really, that's a really bad Sean Connery impression. That's not what I was doing, but thanks. That's really bad. <laughs> you really you really have a place to judge accents, John? I did. I'm not trying to do accents. I'm just saying. Impressions, <laughs> accents. Come on now. Hello. On the show this week we have the Wombat. Good morrow. Good. Good. We have Drew. What's up? <laughs> Before the show, he said that, and John thought uh, Jason was on the show. <laughs> What's up? What's up? Oh, that's funny. And John's here. Yes, I am. And Jay is here. Bonjourno. You got called out an email again this week. Just letting you know. Yes. That's <laughs> why you, you, you live and breathe. <laughs> I'm still amazed that we we have started another thing because we get a lot of emails and tweets about Doritos. That's for sure. Oh God. There's <laughs> two emails at least that talk about Doritos. I'm just gonna. Throw you know what out. I had yesterday? What? A Doritos Locos Taco. And you know what? what? Which flavor? Well, it was the nacho cheese because that's what came with the box. And you know what I thought the whole time? Man, this would be better if it was Cool Ranch. <laughs> yes. No, it wouldn't. Yes, it would. Nope. Like, but guess what? You ate it anyway, and you enjoyed it anyway. That's well, the power of the Dorito. Enjoy yeah. is, uh, yeah. enjoy yeah, is you, tough you for did. anything you Taco did. Bell related. You, you don't want to admit it, but you did. You, you made the choice to pull fine. into that okay. drive-thru. Don't lie. Well, actually, the only reason I pulled into that drive-thru is because... Um, Are you trying to win a PSVR? <laughs> yeah. You know what? I did buy the box for that purpose. Um, but uh, no, the only reason we went there in the first place was because my son wanted to go there. So, And my really, really did not uh, win him over. When kids have yes, it in their really? mind. Yeah, when kids have it in their mind what they want to eat, that's what they want yep, to eat. It's in there. Yeah. You, got, you, got no tr- you got no chance of winning that argument. All right, video games. God, we talked about Taco Bell within the first five minutes. It's got to be a record. I'm hungry now. <laughs> Shit. Well, you got mm. a while. Yeah. yeah. I mean, unless, down. unless you want to just go, you you can go get some Taco Bell. Make sure to drop off my bag. On your way back. <laughs> my sack. Drop off my sack. Don't, don't want to know about your sack. Thanks. <laughs> Too late. Awesome. Drew, did you play video games? I did. What'd you play? Well, all right. Let's see here. I played uh, a lot of Rogue Galaxy. 
Yeah, I know. I watched some of your stream. It's. Do you ever get that? He's still on that. I'm still on that. I thought I heard a cricket chirp. <laughs> <laughs> I, I legit did hear a cricket chirp. Did somebody got a cricket? Yeah, I'll keep them as pets. Mulan on this podcast? Oh, shit. But, um, no, I played a lot of Rogue Galaxy. I uh, streamed a lot of it. I, I think I did fix it. I think I had to just lower the resolution because I had it I had it set at 720p. And, well, my internet says, no, you cannot do that. So I switched it down to um, a lower resolution. Uh, I've been streaming a lot of that. Pretty much every time I play it, I just stream it because why the hell not? Um, but, yeah, I played that. I'm at the end. I'm on the last chapter. Um, I don't know how long that final chapter is. Or how many boss fights I've got to do, but thirty-seven. You know well, what? You may be right. I'm just making up a number. The way this game handles encounters and fights and stuff like that, they just love throwing stuff at you. It seems like every five steps, I'm into another battle. But you know, it's it's actually pretty easy going now since I got that legendary sword. So we should be good on that. Uh, finishing that up uh, this week on Phoenix Down. Um, there's a couple other things uh, I want to talk about. Um, two of the things are something that me and my girlfriend has experienced together. Ooh, I was going to say, I don't think we can talk about that kind of stuff. Uh, so she was in the mood for something scary. So what did you wear? What did you wear? So what did I wear? Yeah. Uh, so I I'm decided. Safe. I decided oh, to shit. pop in. Um, <laughs> you really, you really want to choose your words carefully. I decided to put in the disc of. Is that what you call it? Yeah, disc, that's what the kids of? call it nowadays. Okay, cool. Um, until dawn. Oh yeah, that's a good game. Um, and that's a good two people game as well, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, we proceeded to play almost all of Until Dawn in a day. <laughs> nice. Um, was she terribly scared? There was a few times where she jumped, yeah. Well, maybe you shouldn't have wore the clam suit. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> so, yeah, we, uh, I, I mean, we're probably on the last, probably just, I think there's two more chapters left. Is that game like eight up. to ten hours? You guys played it all in a day? We played probably about six hours, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, it was, it was just one of those days where like, uh, you know, it was a, we did, we, like, she got really into the game, you know, and, um, you know, it's, it, you know how that game's all full of mystery and stuff and what the hell's going on. And, um, we had a good time with it. Um, and I've seen, uh, we saw a death that I hadn't saw before. Great. Oh yeah. So, um, um you play the game before or you just, you just making her, uh, Pick the choices. Yeah, I'm playing the game. I'm, I'm manning the controls, but every choice that we do, I have her do. Unless it's like a really quick timed one. Like there's some timed ones that I'm like, I'll pause the game sometimes. Like where you want to go, you know, left or right kind of thing. Um, but now we're, we're having a good time with that. Uh, and uh, I also decided to, you know, to try and get her to play more games. Um, she enjoyed Diablo three a little bit, um, but it. I mean, it can be overwhelming. Um, so I decided to uh, try out a light Diablo game in the form of Skylanders. Oh, Skylanders is great. And she's actually really enjoying Skylanders. Um, 
and you know it's a simplistic Diablo type game. Um, and uh, you know I have I have Skylanders Giants, which is what, I'm, what we're playing. Um, and uh, she really likes the giant that came with it. Uh, I think it's Tree Rex is his name. Mainly because he can just smash every friggin' thing. Yeah, but so, uh, move so slow. They do move slow. Um, but not, or she's having a good time with it. So, uh, and Giants is two player, right? Yeah. All of you them can't, are, all of them are, are local co-op. Okay. Well, you know what? I may just decide to hook up like a, a DualShock 4 to my PS3 and, and play co-op with her. I think it'd be fun doing that. Um, but yeah, we're playing that. Um, for review, I did a few things. <laughs> you don't forget. And I done forgot. <laughs> um, God, what the fuck did I review? Uh-huh. There was something. Something. Oh, yeah. The, the, I was thinking of something that Jay told me about. But yeah, it was Severed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I played uh, Severed on the Wii U. That is a fantastic game. Yes, it is. Um, it It's... It's a game that I haven't like. They got it, it, it's really unique. There's there's no other game kind like it, um, and it's real simple. You know, it's it's think of it like a first person dungeon crawler, much like uh, like the original Persona games. So you just move through like a maze kind of area, and you'll run into encounters, and these encounters are, are really unique because it's you're surrounded by enemies on four sides, and so you have to choose which way you want to face. And then it's all about getting into the flow of combat. So certain enemies will block a certain way. So it's all about swiping on the screen. You play this entire game on the Wii U gamepad. You don't. You, the television is used for the map, basically. What? That's just, that's just crazy to me. Well, I mean, because everything you do is on the, the gamepad because everything's touch. Oh, that's yeah, fine. It was, a, it was a Vita game, so. That's just weird to me. So um, usually it's the reverse, you know. The TV's used for the game, the gamepad's used for the map. Yeah, and honestly, I don't really use the map because there's also a mini map on the on the gamepad screen, so there's really no need for the. I mean, unless you want like a big map, like of the entire thing. <laughs> I need my big map. Well, the big map sometimes does help, you know, because you like that's one of the the biggest problems I had with the game was the fact that you can get lost really easily, especially in a dungeon that's like multiple levels but no it's it's really cool the combat you know it's all about just slashing um enemies um and timing it correctly to where when they get ready to attack so you'll you'll see them charge up and get ready for an attack and you can block it and get a few hits in so it's all about blocking this enemy and then turning to the right and blocking that enemy and hitting him and then turning all the way to the left and making sure that that guy doesn't get off his attack and stuff it's really really great um it's it has uh, some light RPG elements where when you kill an enemy, uh, you can cut off part of their body parts, and you can use it to um, create upgrades for your character. <laughs> Recycling. Yeah. Yep. And um, yeah, I think that's a fantastic game. It's fifteen dollars, uh, and anybody out there with a Wii U should probably check that game out. Or Vita. The uh, or Vita. The Drinkbox Studios guys always make good games, man. Like Gotham yeah. LA. They remind me of that. Twisted Pixel in their hey, in their heyday. Like yeah. they make really unique, interesting experiences. Yeah. What the hell's Twisted Pixel done lately? Oh man, they ever since they 
uh, branched away from Microsoft. They're working on something. It's a VR game. Okay. Isn't Logo Cycle the last one they that did? Was the, was sure. That was the last console game that they did, which is so sad mm. because their 360 output was so good. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I mean, that Comic Jumper and uh, Splosion Man and Miss Splosion Man were really good. Everybody forgets about the mall. The mall. The mall was the bomb. I liked Comic Jumper, but that game good. sucked to play. It, it did not play very well, but God, no, it was but- so funny. It was funny, and it hit every note that like any comic book or anime fan ever enjoyed. Yeah, it was really good. They did a fantastic job with that. I beat that game. It was very hard to beat that game because it did not play well. Yeah, it played bad. But I really enjoyed that game. Yeah, so their latest game is called Wilson's Heart. Yeah, that's the and... VR game, right? Yeah, it says, Wilson Hart is an immersive first-person psychological thriller set in the 1940s hospital that has undergone a haunting transformation. In this original VR adventure, you become Robert Wilson, a patient who awakens to the shocking discovery that his heart has been replaced with a mysterious device. Yeah, that sounds interesting. That sounds a lot unlike the stuff they normally do. Yeah, That sounds semi-serious, kind of. Oh, it's not. Well, it's not serious. I've heard people... no. no, I was just going to say, I've heard people talk about the game. It's kind of goofy, I think. Goofy. Oh, okay, so they still got the twisted pixel humor. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. The screenshots look super serious. That would be a shock. But a VR, so no one's going to buy it. <laughs> well, nobody's going to get it on Oculus, right? It's a, yeah, it's an yeah, Oculus. Yeah, no. <laughs> Jesus. I'm sure we'll talk about that later, but fuck me, what a shitstorm. Oh, <laughs> uh, wow. Whew, okay, uh, what else going on? Um, I think that's about it. I talked about Dragon Quest last week. Yep. Um, good game. Don't know if it's going to be a good introduction to Dragon Quest for people who never played it before. Um, still waiting on my PC. Haven't been in. <laughs> did they give you oh, did an you ETA? No, the, they're they're still assembling it. Jesus! Put the bullet in the end. Yeah. <laughs> Step it up, people. I know. So what did what what did you plump for? I got um, it's a Nvidia GeForce 1080. 1060. 1060. 1060. 1060. Oh, yeah, 1060. Okay. Yeah. Is that, 1080 is a lot more expensive. Yeah, I know. Is it, is it VR compatible? Uh, yeah, you can do VR on that. Yeah, yeah probably. Um, <laughs> do you care? <laughs> do you care? Do you care? No, no. Um, I mean, the, truth be told, the most it's going to get out of that is Heroes of the Storm and fucking Overwatch. That's hilarious. <laughs> Two games you could run just fine on your old machine, but it broke, so... Yeah, my old machine broke, so I was like, yeah, I might as well just get something better. So. Now, now you can run them at 108060. And I, yeah. I share the sentiment. Whenever you upgrade or you replace an item, you always have to go a little bit higher, you know what I mean? Getting well, the absolutely. same exact thing always feels bad to me. Like, get well, a doesn't feel like you're team. upgrading. You want to feel like you're getting your money's worth, so exactly. bumping it up a, a bit isn't... Yeah, it seems to be natural, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I'm excited for that. Um, and, um, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. I'm waiting on my PC, so no Overwatch, nothing like that. Uh, I did jump in a little bit to uh, The Division. Not much, though. Yeah, I, uh, I want that patch. I want to see if that patch makes that game bring me back. I hope so, because yeah. what they need to do is fix fucking gear score, because that's stupid. They also need to fix the bullet sponginess. Yeah. Which they said they're going to do. 
Because at this point, whenever I fight a 32 yellow, I'm like, Ugh. I'm just, yeah. I'm just emptying clips into you, and you're just looking at me like I'm stupid. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna sit here for five minutes, and I'm going to shoot you with twenty thousand rounds. Yeah, that's not that's kind of annoying after a while. Yeah, but I think that's I think that's about it. Um, I'm gonna be reviewing uh, Paper Mario Color Splash. Yeah, I shot that yesterday morning, so you should. Have is that it this um, that's Wii U, isn't it? That is Wii yeah. U. Probably oh, yeah, the no. last first party Wii U game outside of Zelda. Probably. Wow. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. I'm excited for that one. I mean, I don't know. Like, it looks there was a lot of, awesome. I there was the a trailers lot of negative, look really good so far. But, the, but there was so many people like dogging this game, and I don't really know why. It looks like a Paper Mario game, and I fucking love the Paper Mario yeah, game. It looks stellar. Like just the visual style just looks amazing. I didn't play it before I sent it to you, but I was like looking at the back of the box. I'm like, wow. This looks yeah. really cool. <laughs> I'm actually really excited to play that game. So, yeah. Um, we got, I got that one coming. Um, I have a PC game, Event Zero, which uh, Jay talked about last week mm-hmm. for review. Um, I haven't been able to play it. because yeah, well, It'll be like a one-sitting play. Today, yeah, it's like play. two hours, right? Yep. Okay. I'm down for that then. Um, and that's it. All right. John, you want to talk about video games? Yeah, I can have a go. Okay. Um... So, I started playing uh, FIFA because I've got EA Access. So, uh, I haven't delved into anything other than the story mode. And, yeah, it's all right. It's all right. <laughs> I heard, it's, I heard um, the funniest tweet about FIFA the other day. Was it somebody okay. tweeted out, like, does anybody actually play FIFA? Because every stream I logged on to is just them opening packs. <laughs> uh, that is, yeah, that's... Unfortunately, the world we live in with uh, FUT, I couldn't give a crap about the ultimate team stuff. But the uh, yeah, so the story mode, which is the journey, which is their big selling point, and it is they've obviously focusing on it because it's front and center of the menu. That's the big box. That's a big button to push. Um, so they're obviously it's not an afterthought for them. It is this is what we are using to differentiate this year's this this year's FIFA. Um, you play as uh, a chap called Alex Hunter. Uh, you've got a little bit of a backstory with him as a kid uh, that basically uh, sets up the scene uh, that his father was a bit of a dick. Um, his grandfather has basically been his role model because his, his grandfather was a professional player for Coventry. And... Um, it then sort of fast forwards to him having his exit trials at the academy, which um, I don't know a huge amount about, to be fair. But obviously, they uh, he was good enough to be in the academy. He's now got his exit trial with his friend, and that's where they have your. That's where your tutorial is. So you know, I don't know if you you guys have played FIFA before. You'd always have these tutorials in the while you're waiting for a match to load up, and you can you know, kick some free kicks, do some passing, some various bits, run between bollards, and all that sort of stuff. They kind of put that into the exit trial section of the story, um, which I think is actually quite neat. Uh, it's quite cool, um, and it ends with him not finding, not sure whether he's, he's passed the exit trials or whatever. Um, and then an agent comes along and suddenly uh, a club wants to sign you. Now, the club that you pick 
Uh, it doesn't have to be your favourite club because you pick that before you start. They kind of they tell you which club is your hero club. What's the one that you want to play for? Um, you pick that, and then it, when your agent comes along, you can pick any other club. And it's quite cool because it will say um, you can go to Chelsea or Manchester United or Man City, but you're a youngster. You are you might get paid a little bit more, but you've got less chance of starting and playing in the match you know you might be on the subs bench you might not even be on the subs bench for for particular maps uh, matches you pick a maybe a smaller team you won't get paid as much but you've got more chance of playing and you can also choose at the beginning whether you want to play as the whole team like you would do normal fifa or just as alex hunter in the position that you've picked for him now i've picked that because it kind of feels better you're only you know it is a story-based um, game mode, and you are playing as that character, I felt that would be more immersive if I played only as him, which means that if he does sit out of matches, I sit out of matches, and that might feel a little better. Um, you've also got dialogue options, so there's a guy that you meet at the exit trials who's a bit of a douche. Um, you can either play it cool, you can be neutral, you can be fiery. It's, yeah, it's... It, it seems quite cool. Um... I haven't played a huge amount of it. I've literally got to the point where I've just signed for my first team. Um, and your friend coincidentally gets signed to the same team as well. Obviously, there's going to be some sort of rivalry there in, in the long term. Um, and it's a little bit cliched, but it seems quite cool. It does. I will definitely see that story mode through. Um, uh, assuming that I get it and or that it's less than 10 hours, because obviously that's what the... EA Access trial gives you. Um, I can't imagine it being a ma- massive story campaign, but you never know. Yeah. So that's quite good. Uh, also played um, a game called Filthy Lu- Filthy Lutra or Lucra. Filthy Lucre. Le- it's that Filthy um, Lucre. Lucre. It's. I must be some sort of London slang. I don't even know what it is, but essentially, plays a. Um, a minion of a London gangster who's had all of his property stolen by various other gangs and he's tasked you with going to get revenge and get the get the items back, money, drugs, jewellery, whatever. Um, and it's like this isometric sort of top view, top-down view, and it's, uh, it's... It's kind of a mix, but it's like a puzzle game, but not... It's... The idea, it's not an action game. You get very little ammunition when you have your loadout at the beginning. Um, it's more about learning patterns like a stealth game. Uh, you learn the patterns of the guards in the uh, areas that you're going to. Uh, you can pick weapons that have, uh, you know, silenced weapons like a crossbow or something like that, or you can go in with a gun. You can pick up weapons that they drop as well. Um, but the idea is, is to make as little noise as possible because you've got other guards that will obviously come over if they hear something you can use items to distract them it's it's kind of a like puzzly stealth type of thing but uh, a problem that i found with it is that um the way that the camera is and the way that it's viewed i often found that i was getting caught on the scenery and when you're trying to get behind a guard or you're trying to move out of their way so they don't see you or you don't get, don't get in the cone of vision or the, the security cameras, it, it trips you up occasionally, which is a bit frustrating. Um, but, you know, it, it seems OK, I guess. Um, nothing 
special. And the it's all rhyme and slang. You guys would have no chance. Honestly, they need they need subtitles like they had in Lock, Stock and Two Smoking Barrels, where they would talk in rhyme and slang, but actually what they're saying would come up in subtitles because anyone outside of London probably would struggle. Um, also, I guess the big one I've been playing is Forza. That's a game. That's not just any game. <laughs> is that a bad game? It's the game. Bad game? It's possibly... No, you know what? I will go out on a limb. It's not possibly. It is the best driving game I've ever played. It's pretty good. They have... I know. You gave it a 10. I was quite I did. surprised. I gave it a 10. And to be fair, you weren't the only one. Um, Money hat. Money hat, yes. That is um, my check. Oh, damn it. It's really, really good. Uh, they've always been good. The the Horizon series. I think they. I I kind of I like Forza Motorsport, but it's a bit too clinical for me, and it doesn't have that excitement that Horizon brought in the open worldness. Uh, in the first game, you had this big sort of was Colorado, wasn't it? So you had your your roads. We had big open wide spaces. It is an open world racing game. Uh, two, they lost something by a lot of the areas that you were driving in were uh, villages, and you couldn't really open the cars up as you wanted to. But in Australia, it's balls to the wall. It is, you know, you, they they give you like a uh, like two hundred kilometer stretch of road if you really want it. They give you a um, runway to open cars up on. They, it's amazing. Everything the just from the way the cars perform, the level of detail in HDR. Oh my god! It, I've never seen anything look so beautiful in my life. And just having the. Uh, all of that, and then the open worldness. It is a true open world driving game. It is phenomenal. Even the small touches, like having your groove music, uh, unlocking that uh, function is really cool. Um, the uh, an editable bucket list. So you have your bucket list, or your bucket challenges that you had in the previous games. But not only that, you get areas in the map that you can set bucket lists for your friends to do. The every exhibition is customizable, and you can create the parameters of each race and your friends will then see them when they go to do the race in their game you will come up if, if you're on their friends list you will come up as a rec- recommended um uh, version of that match uh, of that race to play it's it's just amazing and soundtrack as usual you've it's tenfold now so you've got the classic stations, uh, your Pulse uh, and your Bass Arena, uh, but you've also got some extra channels in there along with uh, with your groove. It's it's phenomenal. I can't stop playing it. And the PC version, really well done. There's been a few hiccups, and it don't amazingly it doesn't play as well as it does on my Xbox. It doesn't look as nice. It has to run on low settings. Um, yeah, the PC version of Forza Horizon Three is a goddamn resource hog. Yeah, it's, I mean, I'm running an i5, um, uh, a modified 750 Ti, and it's running on low. It still suffers from a bit of pop-in, um, but I love the fact that I can go from my Xbox straight to my PC, and it's all synced. It's all via the cloud, baby. It's a power of the cloud. Oh, Jesus and Christ. It's, but it's really cool. It's, you don't have to do anything. It just syncs. And obviously, if you've got the digital version, you get the PC version for free. Um, play yeah, play that, Anywhere is fucking amazing. 
It's like, it is, is it is it is exactly what they advertise, and it works so well. That's to be fair. That's what the crossplay should be with the, but it, it isn't a crossplay on the Sony V between the Vita and the PS. Uh, PS4 is, a, is in most cases a ball ache. It shouldn't be. It should just be as simple as this. And it gives me hope. I mean, I may even pick up Gears on uh, uh, digitally, so I get that ability because I could cheat the system. Me and Laura like playing Gears. I hate playing split screen. I download it on my Xbox. She logs in. Uh, on her profile, it'll be there to play. I can then log in on PC, and we can play co-op. Yeah, that's it's awesome, and it became there's all your saves. Every it's just cool, uh, but yeah, it, I I've got a real struggle on my hands now because there have been three games that every time I've played one, it's been this is my game of the year. I've now got three of those that so I have to decide which one um, I'm going to have to put at the top. Yeah. Sorry, I said a good year of gaming already. It's it's been fantastic, and and it ain't over, motherfuckers. No, it's not. It's it's far from over. We have got a, a lot to come, but I, I've just, I this is my dream driving game. It it really is, and fair play to Playground. I I genuinely believe that this the sales of this this year is going to eclipse motorsport. This is going to be the the new face of Forza. Um, going forward, um, you know, technically, the the motorsport series again. If you're a real petrol head, um, uh, it, it rivals Gran Turismo when it comes to the, the level of detail and, and the customization options you have. I'm not one of those people, but the way they marketed this, this is a pickup and it's the same engine, but a pickup and playing attitude for anybody, regardless of their skill level with driving games and you it's just the focus is on fun you've got all of that uh, engine in the background you know that uh, turn 10 have worked hard to to perfect over the years but playground games have just literally said let's take that and let's make it incredibly fun for anybody to play fantastic fantastic all right uh, that's all that's all i played this week really all right jay you seem to be having some headset issues there Am I? It's quiet. I heard it uh, crackling and kicking there for a minute. Oh, yeah, it's my wire got caught up under the chair thing. It's, yeah, uh, it's, it's okay now, right? Yeah, yeah, you sound good okay. now. So why don't you tell us what you've been playing? Sure. Uh, let's do the obligatory Overwatch update. I played about uh, 15 hours of that this week. Nice. <laughs> Ken, are you getting into competitive, my friend? No, I am not. I am still just playing casually because that's how I love to play. I, Filthy casual. I'm telling you, man. I mean, I, I'm not it. much of that stuff either, but you get the best fucking matches there. You really do. You do. Because you're getting people, people are you're talking. Getting, yeah, people, people are, are actually trying. Yep. People aren't fucking around. And they're working together. Oh, that, and, I mean, that all sounds fine, but that's... I, I play to socialize with people. Like, when you were with us, Drew, that was a ball, because I was just socializing with you and Justin. Yeah, but, I mean, we were having a fun time saying, okay, I got, you know, here comes Tracer, get her, and, you know, you know it's strategizing and stuff like that. I mean, with other guys, you don't have to... I don't play with a fucking headset whenever I'm playing a random zone in competitive, but you can just feel... You can feel it. You can feel how people are watching your back a little bit more than they would if it was quick play. I don't know. I just I just don't see a benefit to it yet. 
Uh, all I'm saying is just give it a try. Give it like you know, just do your placement matches for fun, and see how you like it. If you don't like it, then you can always just you know keep playing quick play. It's always going to be there for you. Um, but for the update, I like I said last week, I said I was going to climb up the diamond. I did. It was pretty easy actually. So uh, my score, I got up to something like three thousand four hundred and sixty. I'm at that point where I just need like like two more matches, one to get to master. But if I do that, then I can actually no longer play with my friends and competitive because they have a limit of 500 ranking uh, difference if you get to masters and uh, uh, was it grandmasters. Grandmaster. So I'm actually hesitant to get get into masters because I still want to play with my friends, and that'd be like a and but at the same time I kind of want to see how far I can go as well. From a skill rating perspective, so it's like I'm, I find myself in a weird position, but I'm having a ball um, using Zenyatta mostly this season. Haha, really? that's who I switched to. I've been playing a ton of Zen. I have yet to play Zenyatta. Oh he man, is so much fun, dude! He is super fun. Like I just wreck people in that game. <laughs> yeah, I he almost has, I almost end every be... match as the top killer with Zen. Nice. That should not happen. Yeah. He's like, a, he's like a pseudo sniper almost. Kind uh, of, but his orbs, his orbs are where it's at. Mm-hmm. Oh. You put that harmony orb, save lives. You put that discord orbs. That roadhog or Reinhardt's gonna die. Oh, Reinhardt's like die. like in most characters I play as. I won't face a Reinhardt like one on one, but as a Zen, I will take a Reinhardt on no problem. Yeah, you just back up and shoot him in the face like ten times in a row because he can't touch you. Yep, with the discord orb on, it's great. And Zen's uh, and great his... for pushing with his ultimate. Yeah. When um, the Zara uses her black hole, you just use Zen ult, all of a sudden that thing is doing nothing, and you're healing for like 3,000. Yeah. It's, it's bonkers, dude. Zen is like my second favorite character in the game. Uh, I'm going to get his golden weapon when this season's over with, for sure. Um, but yeah, that's what I've been playing. I've been solo queuing a lot. Um, and even though I'm, I solo queue in competitive, after you get to a certain point, everyone expects you to be on mic. Uh, whether you're talking or not, you just have to be like listening in. So basically, nine out of ten games that I go into, even with randoms, like six out of six people are on the mic. They're talking, they're communicating, they're calling things out, and it's generally a pretty good experience. Obviously, you have like those games once in a while. You have some toxic players, but I myself are. I like to facilitate teamwork, so I'm like pretty uh, positive about everything. Uh, and you know, even if you lose, you don't. You know, I don't. I don't, I don't like uh, antagonizing people really. Like if you have someone that's like playing Hanzo and just locks into it every round, regardless of uh, positioning, then you probably have to think like that guy is not really a team player. But even so, that's who you're stuck with. So you have to make him useful some way. You have to make him feel useful. Because if you make him feel bad about his positioning and the fact that he only plays one character, then that's only serves to distra- uh, that only serves to like uh, make your team worse in a lot of ways. So it's it's a tricky thing, like where you have to balance how you deal with people along with actually playing the game. And I enjoy it; it's fun. Um, but yeah, I, I'm I, ha- I haven't decided if I'm going to go into masters or not. But I'll figure it out by the next end of next two weeks. I also played another game, another two games actually. In kind of the spirit of the the indie game that's been coming out, that's been getting a lot of buzz. Um, you guys heard about the game Virginia, right? Yeah. First. Yeah. Oh yes, I'm interested. I'm interested in that. Yeah, yeah. Um, first person game. It's like an indie game. It's very surrealistic, and by that I mean it's a it's a story about an FBI agent 
uh, investigating a lost child case, along with kind of uh, like investigating, doing some internal affairs kind of business where she investigates her partner as well. But there is not a single line of dialogue that is spoken throughout this whole game. No, wow. no, no text. Uh, it's like no one talks in this game. And if you think about it, if you're talking about a detective story, that has to be very dialogue heavy, right? You have to figure things out. You have to investigate. But in this game, it doesn't do that at all. All the information that you get are kind of through like what you can gather from the like the gestures of the people and also through how the the story unravels itself through like pages of uh, like like reports and like newspapers and things like that. So and after I beat the game, which only took me about an hour and 40 minutes or so, I have very little idea what actually happened in that game. <laughs> So what oh, happens wow. when you don't have any dialogue? <laughs> yeah, it's um, the developers have a letter to the uh, to the fans or whatever the people playing it, and they call they themselves called it a confounding game, and that's a very apt description of that thing. Because... Well, would you would you get more info if you replayed it, being it's quite short, um, or is it a linear experience? It's pretty linear to some degree. Hmm. Someone's rubbling up against the mic again. I hear that. Yeah. That's Jason. That isn't me. Jason, Jason, what are you uh, doing? That's me. Whoa. Oh, thanks, Jason. What are you doing, You're man? welcome. Are you rubbing your balls on the mic? What are you doing? Yeah, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> was that you, Dre? <laughs> that, that was not me. No. What's up? <laughs> what's up? <laughs> I feel like I'm back in a 90s beer commercial. What's up? Yeah. What's up? <laughs> Oh, please continue. Anyway, Virginia. Oh, okay. Uh, so basically, I finished the game, and they called it a confounding game, and rightfully so, because that game is weird, man. Like, you have these trippy ass dreams where there's like a bison in your room just staring at you. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why? What is happening? And then I finished the game, and I'm like, I don't know what I played, but I, I kind of liked it. I don't. It's weird. Um. I'm tired of Rick. That's what you sound like. Fucking, I don't know. It's that, it sounds like really weird, like Suda Fifty One weird or something. I, I think I may, I was able to make more sense of Suda Fifty One games than I did this way. Holy fuck! That's yeah. uh, that's a bold statement. <laughs> yeah, this is weird. Like like elevators popping out of walls. It's like red rooms. It's very it's very uh, what is it? Twin Peaks X. I think that's the vibe that they're going for in a lot of ways. Well, David Lynch, basically. Uh, yeah, um, <laughs> but it's neat. It's very different from anything else I've ever played. So you know that's that's kind of in its own uh, selling point, right? Um, but it's it's a it's not a cheap game, man. I mean, I beat that game in like an hour and forty minutes. The game is like twenty bucks. Wow. So, so take it as you will. Like if to me, uh, the value proposition for a game depends on how much I enjoy that first playthrough. Like if I think about games like Journey. Like I, the the amount that I enjoyed that game, I would have paid sixty dollars for that game for that one single playthrough of like whatever three hours, and I would have been perfectly fine with it. But when it comes to games like this, it's, it's a bit of a harder sell. Oh, wait, no, 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 my mistake, my mistake. I was thinking about the game that I'm talking about after. Uh, this Virginia is ten dollars, ten dollars. Oh, okay. yeah, that's fair, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Okay, uh, my mistake. Uh, I don't, I don't want to false information. I was thinking about the next game that I was talking about, which I'll talk about now. It's called The Bunker. Also another indie game that came out recently. Full motion a, video, baby. Yeah, yeah, full motion video. And um, 
I don't know. I haven't played one like this in a long time. And this one's this one was getting some good buzz, so I decided to check it out. This one's twenty dollars, and this one's also very short, clocking in at around two hours too. But um, you know, the thing about full motion video games is that they can't afford to be long because the amount of like you know it's because they have to film enough full motion video to make it the length of a full movie. And if you want to do that for like seven, ten hours. The, yeah, it's gonna uh, cost a lot of money. Yeah, the budget's gonna go overboard. So in the in, in the bunker, you basically, as the name or the title so it would suggest, you're kind of in a bunker after a nuclear fallout. There's like you know fifty some uh, survivors. You play as like a child that was just born into the bunker uh, as soon as it started, and um, you start off the game where you are basically the last person that survived. And you don't know what happened. Like, the game doesn't tell you outright, like, how uh, all the rest of the people died, uh, what was the cause of the death. And you're trying to figure it out, basically, uh, through what happens. And uh, the guy, uh, who is probably in his 30s or 20s, I'm not sure, um, but he has some anxiety issues and he's trying to figure out how to survive by himself because he just lost the last person that uh, he was with. And you start following, like, a routine of checking the bunker for any kind of flaws, any kind of leaks, you know. And um, doing a very routine kind of thing to survive each day. But, of course, things go wrong, you know. And you have your, your task to go into these areas of the bunker where it's very dark. It has some uh, kind of like a light horror element to it where you feel like the, go- the bunker might be haunted. And um, there's some aspects of that. And you try to piece together what happened inside that bunker and whether or not it's actually safe to go outside. And it's a neat little game. I enjoyed it. The acting's pretty good. Uh, the voice acting and everything seemed good. It seemed like if the acting in that movie was put onto like a film, I would think it would have been very acceptable. So, yeah, it's, it's a neat game. But once again, it's like... It's a very predictable story. You're going to guess what happened inside that bunker within the first 15-20 minutes playing that game. And um, you're going to be right. You're going to be right. Like you're, you're not going to be wrong. It's um So that's that's a problem. I think with a storyline you got to you got to be kept guessing. So that's uh that's an issue. But other than that, I enjoyed it. But like I said, 2 hours of gameplay, 20 bucks. You you know, you tell me if it's worth it depending on how much you enjoy it, I guess. Um and the last game that I played was uh, Shin Megami Tensei 4 Apocalypse. That's the um, you played the first game, right, uh, Drew? Correct. Yeah. Um, how'd you like that game? I thought it was really good. It's very, very long. Mm-hmm. In fact, too long. <laughs> but sure. um, but I thought I thought it was actually really cool. I mean, it it kind of it made it that weird that Shin Megami Tensei weird again. Yeah. You know what I mean? That uh, that reveal when you go up the tower and you're like, oh, well, holy shit, this is actually the real world. And then there's like regular ass Tokyo up there, and you've been hiding on the ground. Uh, yeah, so that was pretty cool. That was that was kind of insane because it was it was like you know they always said don't go over here because it's forbidden kind of thing. And then well, you kind of have to, and then you're like, where the fuck am I? <laughs> kind of thing. And it was it was crazy. It was it was a little nuts. Yeah, I I, I like that. Uh, I like the first game myself. And the second game, which is, um, you know, a lot of people thought it was like a, like a non-consequential DLC for the first game. But no, this is like a totally new game. 
Like, yeah, it takes place during the events of the first game, and you do actually encounter some of the characters from the first game, like Flint, oh, really? who's the main character. Yeah, huh. like, they're they're considered, like, heroes. They're at the at the brink of a revolution of trying to, like, you know, start a new life for the human beings, escape from the demons and the angels' controls and all that jazz. And uh, you play as this new guy um, who dies and comes back as kind of like a god slayer of sorts. And he's, like, taken over by this... Um, really powerful entity you don't know what he is what his aim what his goal is right now but um he brings you back and uh, he has he has a plan and you don't know what it is and uh you're fighting alongside some people from the previous game and um i mean the shin megami Tensei games are very different from the the spin-off persona games in the way that they present themselves uh especially in the combat Combat kind of runs more like Dragon Quest, where you have the pixels of the characters that you're fighting in front of you, and uh, you just kind of take turns attacking. But there's still that aspect of weakness, so they get an extra turn and stuff like that that you recognize from Persona. And the big aspect uh, that's missing in this uh, in the Persona games is that you actually have to talk and negotiate with demons so that they join your team. You know, you don't get them in like a card or anything like that. And the demons are very peculiar. They're very random. So when you talk to a demon, you could they say like, okay, if you want me to join you, give me some of your life. So you take some of your HP. Give me some money. Okay, you give you some money. You give him some um, some item. And it's like, okay, thanks. And just leaves. And leaves, yeah. You're like, fucking asshole. Yeah. And then the next time you encounter the same demon, it's like, oh, dude, I remember from last time. I kind of felt bad for leaving, so I'll just join you right away. I was yeah. like, okay, all right, that's cool, I guess. So you have, like, encounters like that with demons all the time, trying to scout them, trying to, you know, add them to your party, which I think has always been, like, a pretty fun aspect of Shin Megami Tensei. I think they're adding that for Persona 5, like, yeah, ability to talk to demons and stuff like that, so... Yeah, I think you have to, like, make them join your party. Yeah, that's um, that's a new thing for Persona, but, you know... It's something that's been around in Shin Megami Tensei for a while, so I look forward to that. But uh, I've only played about four hours of it, um, which means I haven't played it at all, really, in the scope of things, because this game is like supposed to be like 70 hours long. So, yeah, it's just a pretty fun game. I'm enjoying it. Um, if You can also transfer over the, the clear data from the first game. It'll give you some items and some titles and stuff like that. Um, yeah, pretty cool game. I'm going to keep playing it. But uh, I'm also at the same time pretty glad I'm not reviewing it because, like, I, I gotta you know I don't want to play a 70 hour game for review again like right away. That's a that's a lot of time spent. Like binge playing one game is tough, man. But uh, yeah, that's that's all for me. All right, Gambus. Okay, I'm gonna keep this short and sweet. Um, only game I played in the past week was. Um, Dragon Quest 7, and I didn't really play that much of it at all. And um, just to reiterate what I was saying last week, I think that my taste in video games, uh, specifically RPGs, is kind of changing. Um, I don't really feel the desire to play a 100-hour uh, game um, like a like a Dragon Quest or something that's real... Um, retro um, anymore. Um, you know, eh, what, what do you guys think? Um, like, Drew and, and Jay, are, do you feel that sometimes your your actual taste in gaming changes? Um, especially with, like, really long games and, 
You know, I, I, I know that, uh, you can, um, your, your tastes have, um, changed over the years. So what do you think about that? You know, going from, you know, wanting to play a super long game to just wanting to play a game that, you know, might not take that, that much long at all. You know, what do you think? I think it's called sure. life. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a part of it, sure. It's just you want yeah. to you want to get that feeling of completing a game, but when all you play is fifty to one hundred hour games, you're not going to complete a lot of them when you're in your thirties. It just ain't going to yeah. happen. Yeah, that's I mean it, that's part of it. I mean I used to be a huge you know first person shooter multiplayer <clears throat> player, and I kind of got out of it for a long time. You know, and I, I've gravitated toward role playing games. But um, you know, there's still every once in a while I get that itch. You know, I play Overwatch a good amount, and that that's kind of taken over that that spot. Um, and then you know, there's I mean, yeah, I play a lot of RPGs, and sometimes those really really long ones can get to you. I know I, I was kind of burned out on Persona Four by the time I finished it for Phoenix Down. Um, yeah, uh, and then you know, it's it, like Trails of Cold Steel was a very long game. Um, but I enjoyed it, you know, and I, I'm I'm actually enjoying Rogue Galaxy, and Rogue Galaxy is not that long of a game. I think I'm close to the end, and I'm maybe like 25 hours in, so mm. it's not that bad. I mean, there's RPGs out there that's not that long. Um, yeah. And, you know, those are the fun ones to play, you know. I mean, I don't – do you own The Witcher 3? <laughs> um, Yeah. You do? Um, I think, Jason, for you – and this is just my personal opinion. I think for you, what you need to do is kind of just sit down and say, I need to ignore every game that comes out right now and just play one, you know, and just work on that one. One game I think, at a time. Okay. Yeah, just take it one game at a time. If you really like Dragon Quest and you want to keep playing it, just you know, knock out an hour here and there kind of thing. and uh, And just, you know... As long as you're making progress, you can beat these games. But, you know, it, it, especially with us, I mean, pretty much everybody on this show, we, we gravitate to all these different types of games because, well, we're trying to review them. We're doing all this stuff. And it's hard to finish games. You know, I mean, this, there's, you know, like Kingdoms of Amalur. I played the living crap out of that game when it first came out and never finished it until I played it for Phoenix Down because, you know, you just get burned out on stuff, you know. But it, take it a little at a time. Don't sit there and power through stuff. You know, just just chill out, load up. You know, Witcher three. If you ever wanted to finish The Witcher three, it'd take you eighty hours. Yeah, it, it, easy. But, okay, but if you just play like maybe an hour a day, you'll eventually get there, and right. you'll probably have some fun getting there too. You might you know? also you, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I was, I was I mean, just going to say you might also want to pick something short and just get one under your belt. Yeah, it feels really good to just finish something. So maybe find yeah. something that's like five to eight hours and and just beat it. Yeah, that and, that 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 would totally work too. Yeah, and and then you'll then you'll be motivated to play maybe a longer game if you just focus on one. Okay. <clears throat> like I don't know what else you're interested in. I mean, I I own it. I haven't finished it. Uh, Doom would be a good one if you're mm. into that kind of game. Um, you know, because I think what ten hours maybe. No. Longer than that. It's twenty. Is it 20 hours? Yeah, it's a, it's a big game. 20 hours? Yeah. yeah, it's a big game. It took me 17 and a half hours to finish it. 
Wow, okay. Yeah, but you're looking and... for all the secrets and stuff, too, though, right? Yeah, I was looking for a lot of the secrets. I think if you powered it, you could probably do it in 14 or 15. Maybe. Uh, I, I want to watch a speedrun of that game be done in, like, an it's, hour. It's players. a long... There's no way you beat it in an hour. No way. And I would and I would totally start with simpler, easier games. Yeah, you know, simple mechanics. Or, or if you if you play a game, play it on easy. You know, we're we're too old to be playing this shit on hard now. Yeah, that, that's been a big thing for me. Like that's true. Said, is is jump you know dumping it down on easy and just just taking the game in. Uh, mm. Ken, Ken, what do you think the Ultra Nightmare Doom speedrun world record is right now? Ultra Nightmare. Yeah. Oh my God! I wouldn't say any. Uh, I mean, is it an ultra nightmare okay. where if you get hit once you're dead? Yeah. So tell and me, you start over from the beginning. Is this a speed run that actually goes through every level, or is this a speed run that finds some fucking glitch? Uh, that I'm not sure, but I think it goes through the whole level. Okay. If you went through every level and you knew it by heart, you could probably do it in five, six. Okay. But I mean, that's if you're perfect. Like absolutely one hundred percent perfect. Uh, I'm not sure if this is every level, but one hour and sixteen minutes. No fucking way. That's yeah. got to be a glitch. You couldn't <laughs> walk from from the end of uh, the beginning to end of every level in an hour and sixteen minutes. It's not even. Yeah, possible. I wonder what what glitch they have. That sounds kind of crazy to me. Yeah, there's this no way. The Those levels Doom? are huge. Yeah, man. there's the new Doom. Holy shit, dude. Those new levels are huge in some aspects, and the bosses. Dude, it took me 45 minutes to beat the final balls. He is no joke. Damn. Yeah, I, I kind of want to watch that run later. But uh, as going back to what uh, Jason was saying, for me, you know, I'm you know I'm known as a big uh, RPG guy, and I power through these like 40 hour, 50 hour RPGs all the time. And the way I do things is just like how Drew said, like I put everything else down. Like I'm not playing Overwatch. Mm. I'm not doing anything else. I'm just playing that game, and I'll play like six, seven hours a day. And then I beat it, and then I put it away. You never want to play through it again. As soon as, well, sometimes I'll go through like a new game plus, like if I really feel like it. But uh, most of the time, yeah, basically just put it away and never play again. Yeah. And that's how I do it. I just plow through it as fast as I can. I set it. I set a time. I set kind of like a schedule in my mind for when I'm going to play and how I'm going to play it. And I just go through it. Because to me, like RPGs are my favorite. Like the story, the the progression of the characters, the leveling, the combat, and everything. They are just the thing that I love the most in gaming. So yeah. because of that, I have tailored my play t- uh, play style towards that factor. But when you're talking about uh, changing taste, I think for me, I used to love platformers. I used to play every Mario game. But after like the whole 3D revolution of the Mario 64 and stuff like that, I fell out of out of my love for like platformers in general. Like I didn't like Super huh. Mario 64. I didn't like Sunshine. Uh, I didn't like Galaxies. Like I, I think they're very good games in their own right. But when I play them, I just kind of get bored of just collecting things for the sake of collecting them. Like I need huh. some more than that. And I think uh, that's something that changed in me. Like I want like a more of a story. I want more of a plot. I want to have a good reason for the things that I'm doing. So yeah, I, you know, my my taste in game definitely has changed overall. Yeah, I think I think you, what you need to do is beat some games, Jason. I think uh, yeah. I think if you if you actually beat one, what I do is I keep a list. I've, I've kept a list since 2010 of every game I beat. Usually, how long it took me to beat them what day I beat them, everything like that. 
And when I add to that list, I feel accomplished. I feel like I've done something in the gaming world. And okay. it, it feels nice, you know. I mean, the, the thing is, I mean, I, I'm sure you've got a ton of games, you know. And and oh yeah, the <laughs> best thing to do is 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 say, hey, I've never beat this game. I'm going to sit down and I'm going to play this game for so many weeks until I beat it. And I'm not going to do anything else. I'm not going to play any other games or anything like that. And it's like I said, just take like an hour, thirty minutes, something like that a day, and just and you will eventually beat games. It's the that's the best way to do. That's how I do Phoenix Down. Like when I get off work, I get off work at three o'clock. From usually from around three thirty to about four four thirty somewhere around in there, I'm playing my Phoenix Down game. Is that you know? is that how you beat Xenogears, Gears, Drew? Is that <laughs> is that how you did it? Ah, <laughs> uh, feels good, man. Feels good. I'll feels tell good, you. Man. I'll tell you. I know a game. I'm gonna is... murder you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was so right. I got a I got a good game for you. You you own Bayonetta two, right? Me? Yeah. Um, actually, no, I don't. Oh, I thought you did. I did. I used to, but I don't, I don't uh, currently. I was going to say, a character action game that runs between six and eight hours is a great way, because especially yeah. like Bayonetta, because it does it by levels. So like yeah. every Bayonetta, day you do DMC, a level. DMC, something like that? Yeah, you do like a level, and then you quit. You do a level, and then you quit. Okay, um, do you know if the, uh, the, the second, the, the new Tomb Raider game, do you know if it's coming out on PS4 really soon? Uh, second week of October. Okay, nice. I was, I was thinking about um, trying to, because I, I I have the first one. Have you and, beat it? Uh, I've never beaten it. I I think I'm, I'm probably about a couple hours into it. So I'm, I was just, thinking about maybe. Yeah, just start it fresh and play through. Yeah, that. that's a good game. That's a. I want to say it's probably between twelve and fifteen hours if you play through it. Yeah, well, I played of it. I really enjoyed. Oh, it's a great game. It's it's really yeah. good. the sequel is really good too. Cool. So there you go. Well, that's going to be my future fondling right there. There you go. There you go. Uh, I want to report in next week, and that's the only game you should be playing. Okay. <laughs> aye, uh, aye, Captain. <laughs> uh, what about you, Wombat? I saw you playing a game that, 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 that made my heart feel good yesterday. Oh, you did? Yeah, I did. I saw you on Xbox it, Live playing it. Was it Cameo? That's the one. Yeah. Um, I saw so, that yesterday, and I thought, "What the fuck? He's going back in time." No, it's no rare we were replay, uh, baby. Yeah, we were. Um, my my son wanted to play some stuff on rare replay, and um, we came across cameo, and uh, that was actually him playing it, not me. Oh, nice. Uh, I I just kind of chipped in and helped on occasion when he needed help. But yeah, what a great game. Um, you know, it's it's you can um, you can tell that it was a 360 <laughs> launch title. Yes, you can. <laughs> You can, uh, but uh, but it's good. I I I like that game a lot. So um, we did play quite a bit of that yesterday. We also played some some other stuff, some Battletoads. Um, he played a little bit of Banjo. Um, so we we put we played a little bit of that stuff yesterday. Um, in addition to that, um, I completed my NHL review and now will not play it anymore it's a good game it's just i'm not it's very well made and if you like hockey i'm sure you'll love it but i'm i'm just not there um the um and i've been playing a lot of uh deus ex um which is great i i'm i I tend to and it was the same way with the first game i tend to fall in pretty much every game i tend to fall into side mission hell um (laughs) 
and I'm in side mission hell right now on this game where I just keep getting side missions that seem a lot more interesting than the main story. Um, but uh, I really, I really enjoy this game. I'm, I'm more of a um, stealthy, but I've found that you can kind of mix it up a little bit in this one, which is nice. Yep. So that's, um, that's the majority of what I've been playing. I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I have played recently. Other than those, I think that's pretty much about it. Other than I did buy Mega Man Legends for uh, Vita during the uh, the recent sale, so it was uh, uh, like four bucks, right? Yeah, four bucks instead of ten. So nice. now I just need them to put Legends Two on sale because <laughs> um, I already have Tron Bond. So um, the uh, but yeah, we'll see if that ever happens at some point, but, probably. Yeah, I'm sure it will at some point. And I just keep waiting for them to put some. Other games on there, um, like Bushido Blade One and Two. I'm wondering if they're done with the PS1 stuff. Yeah, I, I mean I, we're we're way past that now, so makes me sad I'm sure because I I love having those available on my PS3 digitally. Like that's super nice. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll continue your conversation about Deus Ex because I picked it up on Saturday. Um, I got lost in that game for like three hours. Yep. Yeah. I like that game like a lot. Good game. It it really is like I I don't know why, but I didn't really get into the first one. I probably played it for about I don't know five six hours, and like never clicked with me. Um, but this one does, and I think it's because. It's so streamlined, and they've kind of fixed a lot of the issues that I had with the first one. Um, <clears throat> I am not a stealthy person. I murder every single person that I come across in that game. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Violently. What's your, what's your weapon of choice? Uh, I'm, I'm still at the beginning. Um, but I do really enjoy the um, the contextual kills. Like, especially, like, when you stab him in the foot from around a corner, and then, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. that's just really cool. It's really jarring that it goes to a black screen. Yeah, I wish they didn't do that transition. They didn't need to, really. Yeah, that's kind of weird for me. Um, I did go... I, I'm doing all the side missions, which is crazy, because I never do that. Um, but I did go get the thing from the guy that lets me fix my augs. Yep, yep. When can I... When was he gonna put that in? Because like he said, that's he like could... that's like at like the seventy five percent when you're done with the game. Oh, boo! I yeah, went and got yeah, it first be just because I wanted him to put it in. <laughs> nah, this is gonna, they're gonna make you wait, make you choose your between your augs. But later on, like when you can unlock everything, you become like a little too powerful, though. So, I know, but that's we'll what see. I want. I want to have fun. I want to. I just want to murder <laughs> you'll, people. You'll get there. You'll get there. But yeah, the, I, I really get the, did game. you get the blade augmentation where you shoot blades out of your arm? No, I opted for the remote hacking first. Remote hacking is great, but you should if you're killing everybody, get the blades. Okay, that'd you, be that'd you be shoot the next them. One. You impale them to the wall, or you could superheat them so they explode <laughs> on contact, they blow people up. It's fantastic. The the one thing I really like about that game is like it's it's super deep. Like there's so much like you can customize and do. Like I haven't even crafted yet. I just keep picking up crafting parts, but I haven't crafted anything yet. Uh, the crafting is very, very, very minimalistic. Like, you use the crafting material to upgrade your items. You don't craft anything new, really. 
uh, well, not not anything new that's that you can't get anywhere else. You know, like you can craft like Omni tools and stuff like that, but uh, they're better used uh, for upgrading your weapons and you know increasing damage accuracy and all that jazz. I like the uh, I like the fa- or the crisis gun upgrade system, like where you hold the button down and then you can swap things yeah. on your gun. Yeah. If there's one thing that pisses me off about that game, it's fucking inventory, man. Have we not come over this yet? <laughs> that was the first augmentation I got. The inventory just full. Oh just make, my! Make it all the inventory. God, yeah. like I'm picking up like stuff for the hacking, like a uh, stopworm and and. You know, to slow it down and stuff, and like it's like your inventory is full. I'm like, fuck you, gay. <laughs> yeah, that's when you got to start dropping uh, ammunition for weapons you don't use and stuff. And, like, yeah, I think I'm gonna drop some of my weapons because the only weapons I use are I, I do like the pistol. Um, it's great. Uh, I do like the the combat rifle. <clears throat> I don't like the longer rifle. Like that one's not as fun. Um, the little SMG is kind of nice because uh, I run out of bullets. Relatively fast with the combat rifle, but yeah, there's um, just so much stuff in there. And I like how when you get the passwords for stuff, that like it lets you autofill it. Like that's yeah, you don't yeah, have to. That's nice yeah, touch. You don't have to remember it. It just yeah, yeah. But you do have to read your your thing, like your notes, yes. because otherwise it won't put it in there. That stuff is really right. cool, and I loved um, when I got to the the where I had to put the whisper thing on the um, the computer. Mm-hmm. Like there was five hundred different ways to do that. That was cool. Yeah, that's the the, cho- the choice of how you approach each mission slash scenario is what makes that game really good. And they went they went all out on that front. Like the level designs are spectacular in that front because that just they just let you do and play the way you want to play. Even if you end up in the same result, the way you got there is very different from everyone else most of the time. Yeah, I I really like that. Like it was that whole police station area thing was like a puzzle. Like you need to figure out how to get in this room and put this thing on here. Do it however you want. You can talk to people. Like I talked the guy out of the the thing for my upgrades, which I didn't think I was gonna do. Like I just started talking to him and like, how do you read that thing? Like it it didn't give me a very good tutorial on that. The alpha, you read what thing? the alpha, beta, omega, like reading a speech pattern oh. and stuff. Yeah, uh, I don't, I don't remember. Uh, I, I, I just got it in this version of the game. Okay. Um, and uh, I remember using it in the last one, but I don't remember how. the The way that works in this game is that you you count basically um, how many of each one pops up, right? Okay. And you have to choose. Like, if there's, like, sometimes you're going to get all three a lot of times, and you have to count. Like, let's say there was alpha three times, omega four times, and beta once. Then you're most likely to, uh, uh, to get a better response from the omega response because it popped up more times. It's pretty simplistic in that way. Uh, so you can just kind of guess where you're going. So it just kind of gives you an idea of which one you should choose. But at the same time, even if you choose the one that was. Like you know, like it popped up three times. That one's still good. It's just not as effective as the as the best selection. Because that, from what I my uh, my experience is that you have one bad choice, and two, a second one is not as good but still okay, and the third one is the best. So it's kind of like that. That kind of, that's the meter that it goes for. Okay. Um, yeah. That that game's cool. I, I like that game a lot more than I thought I did. And and like we were telling Jason earlier, it, it just felt good. I bopped it down on easy. And I'm just I'm just playing the way I want to play. 
and I'll play it. Nice. You know, it'll be one of those things that I play for an hour here and there because it's a pretty big game, right? Um, it's about twenty-five hours long. Okay, that, yeah. yeah, that's that's fine. Like I just made it to the next city. Like I did all the side stuff in the first one, uh, and I'm continuing the the drug side mission into the second area. I'm on my way to the rave right now. About to get my rave on. Oh yeah, that's a good that's a good mission. Yeah, I've had fun with that so far. It was cool how you could do the apartment two different ways. I thought I thought that was cool. Yep. But no, I played a lot of that. Um, like all day yesterday, I played for about three hours yesterday. Um, I checked out uh, the Star Wars DLC, the uh, Death Star DLC for mm-hmm. Battlefront. That's not for me. Really? So I play a lot of that game, but I play the big 40-player modes, um, like Turning Point and Walker Assault. Like Those are my favorite things to do in that game. Um, the Death Star DLC introduces a new mode. Um, I think it's called Battle Stations. And essentially what it is, it's a three-part mode. You start the first one off um, like in space, trying to take down a Star Destroyer or defend a Star Destroyer. Uh, and then you move into just like... Um, deathmatch combat on one of the battle stations. And then you go back into space. And the flying is not something that I really enjoy a lot in that game. And that new mode is focused on that. And the rest of the Death Star maps only work for that mode and for team deathmatch. So there's no, like, big 40-player modes for these maps, which makes me kind of sad. Played Shadow Lords and Killer Instinct because they added that this week. That's um, that's pretty cool, but that is the epitome of what video games are becoming now, right? Um, you play and you earn packs of cards. <laughs> Which is, is that like a new mode a in Color Instinct? Yeah, it's a it's a brand new giant single player mode. Um, it's even got kind of roguelike elements, which I fucking goddamn it. Everything's got to have these nowadays. They don't. Ex- yeah. They don't expect you to beat it because uh, essentially what you're doing is you're you're going through fights. You can put buffs on your characters, um, and you're slowly chipping away at Gargos's rule of the world. Um, and when you fail, you start over. You get to keep all your stuff, but then you've got to start the timer or the the percentage over again. But you're technically stronger. So you get, like, these buffs for your characters, your characters level up. Um, You also get, like, these guardians that fight with you that will give you different buffs during your fights. So, like, one of them will give you um, infinite meter for 15 seconds. Um, Some of them will give you uh, special counters. It's kind of weird. (laughs) But at the same time, it's kind of neat. It's a a different take on a single-player fighting game experience. I don't know that I'll spend a ton of time with it, but I do think it's cool. Can you buy packs like microtransactions? But of course you can! Uh, uh, It actually worked out well for me because I bought the Ultra Edition of Season 3. And it came with like, I don't know, like 300,000 KI gold. Like a ridiculous amount. And you can just use that to buy cards. So I've had no reason to spend that gold up to this point because it was just used to unlock stuff early and I just prefer to do it the normal way. But now I can buy packs of cards with all that gold because otherwise I'm not going to use it. 
but yeah, you can buy... You get plenty of cards, though. Like, after every match, you get at least, like, three to four. So. Um, I checked out a new game called Toy Odyssey. Um, made by a Vietnamese developer. You don't hear about a lot of those. Mm. So, guess what kind of game it is. Uh, is it like a mobile game kind of thing? No, no, no. It's it's built from the ground up for like consoles and PC. Okay. Are like? Yeah, there you go. Oh, <laughs> Ken's favorite genre. I swear to God, I'm so sick of this stuff. It's also procedurally generated because, of course, it is. They, um, they go hand in hand, baby. You play as a toy that wakes up in the middle of the night in the kid's bedroom, and every time you die, that's a night. And your objective is is to go through these procedurally generated rooms and free the toys. Um, I don't hate the progression. I think it's actually really well done. Like, you'll level up relatively quick. Uh, Reminds me a lot of Rogue Galaxy in that way. Or not Rogue Galaxy, I'm sorry. uh, Rogue Legacy. Where the the progression is actually really well done. Um, I like the art style. I like the the goofiness of the game. My biggest issue with it is that it, the combat is not very good, and the platforming is not the best, which are the That's, two staples yeah. of that game. <laughs> I was about to say. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so that's disappointing because I like what the game is trying to do. I just don't have a lot of fun playing said game. That's too bad. I you know there's comes uh, those games where the premise is really cool. But the execution of the gameplay is terrible. It just, you know, it's not too good. Yeah. yeah. So I had a flip side on that. I played a game called Everspace. Uh, it's currently on game preview. Is that what they call it for Xbox One? Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of like early access. So this is a space shooter action game. Um, as soon as I started playing it, I got some Colony Wars vibes. And I loved me some Colony Wars. Um, you fly through space, you can go through different areas, you can like uh, hyper travel, you can shoot things to get resources for fuel. Um, yeah, man, Sky. Yeah, except you don't land. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Um, but no, it's real good. Like the combat feels really good. Um, like everything about this, it's, it's absolutely gorgeous. Like visually, it's stunning. Um, and I'm playing it, I'm really enjoying it. And then I die, and guess what happens? You start over as a new pilot, and everything's hey, right. Like. Yeah, right. Yeah, you're awesome. <sighs> I am so sick of this. Like, um, and it makes it like I'm hoping because they said they're adding a single player story mode to Everspace because uh, it's still in development. And if that is not die and start over, I think I'll really enjoy that game because, like I said, it plays beautifully. Uh, looks gorgeous and just such a such a well playing game, but I hate that shit. I absolutely hate starting over. I just I can't stand it. But Ken, that's how you get the value for the replay. No, it's really you not. Play if it again and again. If a game is good when I beat it, I'll play it again. <laughs> Infinite value, procedurally uh, generated. I swear, if I could kill buzzwords from this industry, it would be procedurally generated and roguelike. Those I'll just call something two. else. Yeah. Those would be the two I would kill. No, I would kill those practices. They're dead. Oh, you just kill the genre entirely of roguelikes? Please, make them go mm-hmm. away. 
Uh, you got you just made a lot of people sad. I don't care. I want to. Have... That, that, that means like Minecraft no longer exists. You just like killed. Like if the children could have like an uprising against you, they would. Like if they. This guy killed Minecraft. At least I can play. At least I can play Minecraft without that limitation. Mm. That's that's the one thing I'll say about Minecraft. I don't have to play that way. Uh, but no, that's it. Um, looking forward to a lot of games coming out, but goddamn, if I didn't spend almost twenty hours playing Overwatch this week, because <laughs> <sighs> you're on the Zenyetta, he no longer loves Junkrat. Is that what? Oh it no, is? no, no, no! I'll still play Junkrat, um, depending on the map and depending on if I'm attacking or defending. Yeah, he's more of a defense hero. You're right. Yeah, that's so, that's the best way to go. I usually yeah. have three. You know, I got Reinhardt, I got um, Lucio. And I've got Soldier. I mean, those are my three that I, you know, you have something for every situation. Oh, yeah, I'll play other characters. Like, I'll play Farah, I'll play Soldier. Um, I actually played Reinhardt for a spell the other night. How'd you like it? That's fun. I, I played it when we were, when me and Drew were playing, but I also played after. So, mm-hmm. yeah, Reinhardt, Reinhardt's one of those characters that you got to pick your spots with him. Oh yeah, there's he, not there's maps that they're not that he's not good for for sure. Yeah, he's 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 if you're if you're playing a Reinhardt and you don't have your shield up ninety percent of the time, you're playing him wrong. Oh, absolutely. You know, so and, and there's I've seen so many Reinhardts just like, oh, I'm I'm a fucking I'm just gonna go in there and wail on everybody. Don't do that. You're and getting then your team dies executed. by himself. Yeah, yeah. And just people get picked off. It's great. Yeah, I, and I will also play to the team. So, like, if we don't have a healer, then I'll switch to Zenyatta. Or if we don't have a Reinhardt and we're pushing the payload, I will switch to him. You know, if we've got too many people playing... Like, the other night we got into a match and we were attacking. And two assholes picked Bastion and one picked Torbjorn. And I'm like, this ain't gonna play. (laughs) We need to switch this up because this is a bad idea. (laughs) So, yeah, I I will switch around depending on what the team needs. But goddamn, I can't stop playing that stupid game. <laughs> it's, it's, it's so good, man. Like it, it just keeps giving. It does, and it's like there's been one character and one map added, and I'm still not tired of the default roster. That's the thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Damn. When were and they going to announce that new character? Sombra uh, BlizzCon's <laughs> coming out, so yeah, I think we're going to get a lot way. out of BlizzCon. Yeah. Yeah. Overwatch is, is is their new focus for. It's like it's it's a huge revenue stream for them now. So, and you know they just released Legion, so I think they're gonna put a lot of emphasis on getting Overwatch, just kind of pumping in with content. So we'll see. All right. So what's coming out this week? This is actually the most one of the most quiet weeks that we're gonna have for a little while. Mm. Uh, Dead Rising Two hits retail, so if you didn't, if you were waiting on a disc, you can buy that on disc this week. Uh, FIFA Seven. Dead Rising Two. Yeah, because the collection came out last week. So what about one? I don't know. This just lists two. One one was last week. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, then I guess the off the record will be next week. Huh, that's weird. Why don't they just have it in like a one disc collection? They can yeah. do that now. No, they'll probably do that in six months. Just wait. Oh, Jesus. Uh, FIFA 17 is out this week. Uh, Forza Horizon 3. Officially, if you didn't buy the $100 edition... God damn! Why wouldn't you do that? Uh, because not everybody wants the season. Because it's a hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a, you don't that's get a lot of money. You don't get the season pass, the ultimate edition. Ironically, I thought you did. You got the car pass. 
you get the car pass, but not the season pass. They're two different things. So I you have to pay one hundred and sixty dollars for that game if you want to get the whole you, thing. You get a discount if you've got Ultimate Edition, where I think you get it for thirty bucks instead of forty for the season pass. But that's all you get. You the Ultimate Pass is not actually Ultimate. That better be the best fucking driving game of all time. <laughs> I'm sorry that much for yeah, the practices are ladder, but that's disgusting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like so, uh, Necropolis. I, I've heard of that game, but I don't really know what it is. I don't either. Uh, XCOM Two finally hitting consoles this week. Oh no, shit! Yeah, finally. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, I think everybody did, including Two K. Well, not, not much yeah. fanfare with that, huh? I wonder how the, how the port will be. Uh, I've Probably seen not some right. videos of it, and it doesn't look terrible. I'll say that. I mean, like it's not like. The Chop. ringing endorsement. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, a lot of times when people go nuts <laughs> it on these things, doesn't look terrible. Like their their frame rate is terrible, or they're having like glitches and stutter. It looked fine. It looked like it was running fine. I mean, XCOM's not the most intensive game ever either. No, but let's talk about that PC version when it launched. Well, yeah. hey, I played that PC version when it launched. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Yeah, there terrible. was some issues. There was some major issues. Uh, Darkest Dungeon is out on PS4. <gasps> Oh, I love that game. Is uh, is the Vita at the same time or just uh, the PS4 one? Uh, let's check. Vita. I think the Vita is at the same time, yep. I believe. Same day. I kind of want to play that game on the Vita, just like on the go. That's a good, that's a good game to play, I think. Uh, I've never played it, but I've always heard people describe it as stressful. It's very, <laughs> very stressful. <laughs> Holy shit, man. Like... It's one of those games where you're like, ah, this game's easy. Holy shit, everyone's dying. I'm going to die. <laughs> it's like it goes from one to the other in like a blink of a second. Yeah, it turns to shit real fucking quick. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> turns to shit real quick. <laughs> yeah, not the game, but the situation. You it's just, crazy. yeah, you go from thinking you're on top of the world to literally crying in the space of about 30 seconds. All, all of your guys go fucking insane from the stress, <laughs> and you start losing one guy after the next. All your strongest people are dead, and I gotta get a bunch of new recruits that suck terribly. And you start oh, trying yeah. to make do, but no, it's not gonna happen because you have bad luck. Okay. Oh, God. Yeah, no, yeah. that's not for me. Uh, Mystery Chronicle One Way Heroics? Yeah, that came out on PC recently, I think. Okay, what is it? We mentioned it before. It's it's a sequel to the One Way Heroics game that came out. Um, It's like like a redone version of that game with better graphics and some added gameplay mechanics. It's like like an action RPG kind of deal, I think. Okay. Uh, Thomas Was Alone. Oh, that's a nice game. For PS4. Uh, so do you, if you own it on PS3, I take it you get it for... Ha, <laughs> right. No, that's not going to happen. They okay. did that with a couple of games, but I guess not that one. Yeah, well, they did it with a couple of games until they realized nobody was buying it because they gave it away. <laughs> yeah. Uh, River City Tokyo Rumble is out for 3DS. Um, the... As is Sonic Boom Fire and Ice. <laughs> Uh, of course oh, it is. Oh, man. All right, I'm going to butcher this next one. Uh, Ninja Yusagimaru, the mysterious Karakuri Castle. You got it. Nailed uh, it. I nailed it, baby. Okay. okay, one more time. One more time, guys. Ninja Yusagimaru, the mysterious Karakuri Castle. What? Yeah. Say that three times fast. Word. Mm. 
to Ninja Isagimaru. There right? you go. I said okay. I was going to butcher it. Uh, apparently, that's a sequel to a game that already exists. exists. There's sure. There's like a game called The Gem of Blessings. But okay. <laughs> All right. Sure. Uh, Azure Striker Gunvolt 2. I want that game. It's out on 3DS. First one was awesome. Uh, also this week, <laughs> the, the subtitles for these games are the fucking best. Uh, Yokai Watch 2. Bony Spirits and Fleshy Souls. Oh my god. <laughs> wow. And that's Wasn't the first game. one just out? Like, like, like weeks ago, was it? Like no, the first one came out. No, it, no. Uh, it took a long time to get localized and come to the States. Yeah. That's why. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So that's like in the space of um, two months, those two games have come out. Uh, um, more like I, actually, Yokai Watch came out before Christmas last year. Not in the UK, didn't Oh, okay. Oh, okay. It, 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 it might have uh, been delayed over there, but over over mm. here in the States, it, it came out before last Christmas. Oh, okay. Right. Uh, we use getting SteamWorld Heist. Uh, great game. Read my review. It's Yay. awesome. And I think that's it for this week. There is another thing coming out this week. And I'm, it's opportunity for a cheap plug. We're going to be giving away. We're going to have a contest. Uh-huh. Uh-oh. So on Tuesday, a little movie you might have heard of called the Warcraft movie. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Never heard of it. Is out on Tuesday, and you need to pay attention to the, the, the website and the Twitter this week because we're going to be giving away five copies of it on Blu-ray. Nice. Wow. Nice. So Did you break sweet. into Walmart? No, actually, Universal Pictures asked me if I wanted to give them away. Really? Hell yeah. Yeah. Nice of them. Okay. Yeah. Cool. You had connections with Universal. I didn't either until I got an email from them. You know, you'd be amazed how many with New Line Cinema. Yeah. Also, in the Blu-ray, they sent me a copy because I'm going to be watching it and reviewing it, and I I have to wait to watch it with my wife because I know jack and shit about Warcraft. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So she's super excited to watch it, and we're going to watch it uh, tonight or Monday night, whatever. When this goes, does she know the lore? Oh yes. Oh yes. Really? Oh yes. Yes. Well, doesn't this take place during like the Orcs and Humans era? It's Mm -hmm. possible. Uh, I don't know. Did she play that game? Humans. You're, you're, Drew, you're asking me questions that I, the reason why I'm watching it with her is because I don't know. I, I, you don't I, know. I, I know. This, this takes place before the actual first Warcraft game. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure there's lore of that in World of Warcraft. <laughs> yeah, but I'm, I'm just saying there's a lot more lore in or- Warcraft Orcs and Humans. I actually played that one. I doubt there's more lore in that than there is in World of Warcraft. <laughs> that's that's true. I'm just saying that game was story driven. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of that is talked about in World of Warcraft. I don't know. I don't know. Because see, I played. I played probably. I made it to like level thirty something in World of Warcraft, and I didn't give a shit about the story. Yeah. Well, like I, because I skipped uh, all of it. Yeah, you can just skip all the quests and stuff like that. Uh, the yeah. overarching storylines. Usually come from the build up to raid bosses and the like. There's some cool stuff that happened, like the cataclysm I enjoyed with Deathwing, where uh, the, the land was kind of torn asunder. So all these familiar places became uh, ripped apart. But there was that whole time skip and time renewal thing with the Lord Warlords of Draenor. So now you're in a new timeline. So it kind of got like a reboot. So now that, that's why they're doing the Legion thing again with the uh, Illidan and stuff. Which is all gibberish to Ken, I'm sure. I have no idea what you're talking about, but I will tell you <clears throat> that I know if you buy the Warcraft Blu-ray or you get it free from us, 
It All comes right. with a unlockable character for Heroes of the Storm. Oh, really? It, oh, it was I, sweet. I, I did. It's it's a Warcraft dwarf. I don't don't ask me. Um, okay. And also a card <laughs> for Hearthstone, hmm. as well nice. as a, a full copy of World of Warcraft, because <laughs> of course it does. Does it give you like a month free or something? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think it gives you the Probably, game yeah. and a month free. That's a good value. You, <clears throat> you can play World of Warcraft for free now up, up to level 30? 20 or 30, I think, yeah. Whenever you get your mount, whatever yeah. that is. So, yeah, we'll be giving those away this week, so stay tuned. You'll be able to win one of five copies. Yeah, um, my wife and I, we, we, uh, we saw Warcraft and... Uh, we liked it. Um, it was it was pretty cool. Um, I will say that the uh, the spells in the movie are probably the coolest looking spells I've ever seen in a in a fantasy movie. Right. Well, I'll be interested to watch it because I go into it knowing nothing. Uh, even over Willow, come on. Uh, the the spells in <laughs> Warcraft are pretty badass looking. I'll just I'll just flat out say it. Okay. All Pretty right. awesome. So let's talk about news. Do you fear the digital age? Always. You should. Yes. So we've heard about a lot of games getting delisted, like, digitally. Okay. But here's a shocking one. Mm. As of, uh, I believe it's October 26th, Forza Horizon will no longer be available for purchase online. Wait. The first one. The first one. It, didn't they just give that out for free? Free. Yep. So I, I think that's probably why they gave out for free. Yeah. So as that's of funny. October 26, you will no longer be able to buy the game digitally or any of its DLC. But if you do own it, you will always be able to download it. Uh, yeah. Wow. It's got to be something to do with either the music in it or the cars and the licensing. Yeah, that's it's it got has yeah, to yeah, be. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, John's right. Expired licensees, but that that's scary. Like that is something that yeah. will happen. But I guess, again, it's fair play to, because that's got to be reason why Microsoft, I mean, not only the fact that it was a good stunt to pull in the lead up to three, but that's got to be probably one of the reasons why the licensing was running out. Let's give it to as many people as possible. We look like good guys. Everyone gets a great game and it's in your digital library. So you'll always be able to play it. So It's still scary that yeah. games can just disappear because there are so many games, and I don't think we realize this until we take a step back and look at it. There are so many games released right now that if they remove the digital version of them, it would not exist anymore. Like, they don't have a disc. Yep, but, I mean, we, we all know that, right? That's like a that's like a thought at the back of our... We don't think about we it. Don't think we don't think about it. We all know that's that a, as a possibility. That's the so. thing, though, is we don't think about it. Sure. Until, yep. until somebody says, hey, this is just gone, man. Like it well, doesn't at least exist. Well, they put out a Which press. Doesn't happen every time. They put out a press release. Average Joe gamer, ninety-five percent of gamers will never know that you can't buy that anymore until they try to go buy it. <laughs> Let's be fair: the enthusiast crowd that reads these press releases accounts for maybe five to ten percent of all gamers. Fan mm, days. Uh, multiple. Developers have dropped support for Oculus in the wake of Palmer Lucky's very interesting post on Reddit. Uh, he's turned. They've said it wasn't him, haven't they? They've turned around and said he doesn't support. You want to see? Uh, you want you want to see something funny? There's a video on YouTube that popped up right after he said that he wasn't a Trump supporter. 
of a Trump rally in a certain city where he is being interviewed by a newscaster at the rally. Okay, well done, Lucky. This is going to end up with him having to resign, isn't it? Cause Wait, so he supported Trump and not people don't want to support Oculus anymore? It's not just the support of Trump that was the issue. He donated money to a white supremacist group on Reddit. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, and they really? dropped their job... Their job essentially was shitposting Hillary Clinton and her campaign yeah. uh, in favor, obviously, Trump, uh, Donald Trump's. And I mean, I, I saw the, the news break and then literally like a couple of minutes later, news break and that several developers have literally just gone, nope, I'm done. You're not getting any support from us now. He's also wow. apparently he's also the vice president of that particular company or something like that. I can't remember what the official title was. He donated a large amount of money, something like ten thousand yeah, dollars or something. Ten, it was ten thousand dollars. Yeah. Yeah. That's wow. I mean that this has to end if this continues it has to end with him resigning. It has to, doesn't it? I mean, it's, <laughs> if, they want to, is, if they want to keep having developer support, probably. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the Oculus is off to a shaky start. You know, it's an expensive proposition. It's it's thin on the ground when it comes to software for it already, um, and to see developers just drop it like like that, he it ends in one way, and that's that's him. Yeah. I mean, it's, politics shouldn't have a place in gaming. It shouldn't really. No. You know, it's it's hard enough as it is, but it, it's. It, it doesn't change the fact that it does, and he has the right to to say and do what he wants. But developers also have the right to pull their support. Yeah, and at the end of the day, it's still a business, and Facebook is not going to lose more money than they already have on this thing. Mm, man, but it's odd though, isn't it? I mean, the guy <clears throat> is uh, allegedly very intelligent, allegedly the creator of Oculus Rift. Obviously, there's. Bethesda, who says something different, but you would think an intelligent person would go nowhere near Donald Trump, wouldn't you? I mean, eh, I'm not getting into that conversation. I'm sorry. I just, but at the same time, you don't openly donate to a hate group. No, that's no, that's that's, that's, a, that's a bad move. I don't care if you support Donald Trump. I really don't. That's none of my concern. And, and, you know, that shouldn't affect anybody. If a developer drops support because he supported a candidate, the developer's being petty. But this is a little different. <laughs> I, don't, I, I mean, when you look like a character from Dungeons & Dragons <laughs> rather than a person who plays Dungeons & Dragons, oh, you can get away with this kind of stuff. Sure, you can hop up in the air with no shoes on on the beach. You know, that's fine. Palmer Lucky looks like a fucking dumbass anyway. There are some spectacular <laughs> memes out there, though, from that picture, though. Because, oh, God, yeah. Because of this incident, you should look up those specifically. They're, they're pretty fantastic. I just, I don't know. <laughs> this, is, this is dumb. Yeah. Um, Street Fighter V was updated on Friday, and it's very telling <laughs> that nobody talked about that game during our uh, gaming conversation. But there was also a thing that Capcom did to the PC version that would block um, mods uh, and it also has a new anti-crack um, measures put into place uh, and supposedly that's raising security concerns it's not It's not raising security concerns as to point that it just added a literal backdoor for any hacker to use it's basically a key to your like, everything you want to do, anything that you want to use, it could use that as a hook, 
and run it instead. Instead of getting verification or authorization from you, it could use that as a gateway to run any kind of software, install any kind of thing that they wanted to. It's like one of the biggest fuck-ups I've seen a PC gamer do. Like, PC PC developer, like, to add something like that, it's as if, like, an application on an iApp in the iStore, iTunes store, and it adds, like, a thing that allows any other app to install any other hardware, or, I mean, I mean software that it wanted to. It's that bad, and they got rid of it super fast, but the the sheer incompetence it must have took for them to get greenlit and be put out to people are just staggering. It's, 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 almost, it's almost difficult to believe. How stupid it is. Speaking of games nobody talks about or are very disappointed in, No Man's Sky got an update this week. Alright. And it just yeah, one case. fixed some issues. <laughs> it did not fix the game itself. So, Does it have a unlimited inventory option yet? <laughs> no, no. no. That's, not yeah, part of, okay. that's not part of the game. It's not part of the okay. game. Um, Xbox One controller support is coming to Gear VR. Um... <laughs> So sure. you'll be able to play games like Minecraft, which was also announced this week for Gear VR? That would have to be the new controller, I guess, because that's the one that's Bluetooth. Yes. Not the old ones. We don't talk about the old models. They don't exist anymore. No, of course they don't. You know, that's that's how this works, right? Like, the fat PS4 and the fat Xbox One don't exist anymore because there's new Slims around? Nope. Speaking of Xbox One, if you haven't dove in yet... Um, the S bundles that come with a game. Every major retailer this week is running a promotion where you get a free $60 game with the purchase of an Xbox One S bundle. Just in time for Forza. So, good deals all around. If you don't have one, that's, very good. It's a great console and it's two free games. So you can buy. I think there's a Halo bundle, a Madden bundle, and well, the Gears bundle won't be out this week, but yeah, two free games. It's pretty good. Um, first DLC for Deus Ex dropped on Friday so if you want to finish the story because I hear it doesn't finish all that well no it doesn't uh, and that that doesn't finish the story either just like a side mission for uh, <laughs> Pritchard oh, which is nice I mean I like the character from the first game but once again it's like a like a 12 or 11 dollar <sighs> DLC for 2 hours of content so is that uh, the one with Pritchard in it yeah yeah, he's a dick. Yeah, uh, if you uh, he he came out in the end of the first yeah, he's, game. He's, he's okay. He, yeah. Uh, if you pre-ordered Paper Mario on the Wii U, surprise! It went live last week, and you could play it. <laughs> what? Yeah. So people who preloaded that game on the Wii U, it accidentally went live last week, and people <laughs> were actually able to just go ahead and play it. So. Have, have they blocked it since? Yeah, they've or blocked have... it since, but I think those people still have access to it. I was about to say, yeah, they can't stop the people they, who got it. That's yeah. a bit unfair, wouldn't it? That would be okay. <laughs> yeah, be that's, mean. that sucks. Like, for people who want it and people who got it, like, that's <laughs> it's kind of funny, but still. Uh, yeah, and here's the story that John was talking about earlier. Forza Horizon 3 DLC Pass announced. Uh, it adds... To the Ultimate Edition's content, and it's $35. Comes with two expansions, the first of which is coming this holiday. Mm. That's a I'll lot pick of, it up. That's a lot of content. I'll pick yeah. it up, but it is two parts. They haven't said what the content's going to be yet. Um, well, of course not. Why and... would they tell you what's going to be in a season pass? That's just stupid. 
Yeah, it's dumb. Enough. Um, me and a friend have been kind of trying to guess, but who knows? Wally, I mean, Porsche seems to be the biggest guess because there's no Porsche in the game, and they've done that with previous iterations where part of the season pass will be the, the Porsche expansion. Um, so I assume, or we assume, that Porsche will be one of them. What they do next uh, for the kind of Storm Island style, I, I don't know. Uh, my friend thinks Tasmania. I think possibly dirt bikes or quad bikes, possibly. Um, but we'll see. Uh, Daisy, remember when they announced that for consoles? Daisy, yeah. Daisy, a Daisy. A long time ago. About four years ago, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, it's still coming, but 99% of resources are focused on PC. So by the time Ooh. that game comes out, nobody will care anymore. How long has that game been in early access? I, like I don't know. 2012 or something like yeah. that? I saw a tweet from a developer the other day. So they were like, it's our one-year anniversary in early access. I'm like, that's not something to celebrate. You should uh, finish the game. Let's do that. Let's let's start doing that, guys. Let's start finishing games. That's cool. I like, I like finished games. Those are cool things. Um, that's not really a news story. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, Destiny saw a huge spike with Rise of Iron, and apparently the raid has already been completed. Well, uh, that's a that's a, just a challenge at this point, isn't it? How quickly so? Yeah, no surprise. it launched on Friday. I'm sure it was finished by Friday night. I didn't get it. I was I was very good, but it came out same week as Forza, so it stood no chance. Yeah. Um, Doom's next update is now available. It adds deathmatch and private matches. Uh, that's out now. Free? Yeah, it's just an update. Oh, cool. Uh, Attrition is returning to Titanfall 2. Uh, that was a big question coming out of the uh, beta, or the alpha, whatever you want to call it. Demo. Um, <laughs> Attrition will return. So That's like, like, how many, that's not far off, is it? No, it's not. Uh, there's also a new mode coming that's a 1v1 mode. Guess how you get it. Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew is correct. Oh no, really? I was yep. guessing. You, you ah, access, holy crap. You wow. access the new one v one mode by drinking Mountain Dew. <laughs> oh my god, that was the only reason I thought that is because <laughs> today I picked up a can of drink and it had like uh, Call of Duty Infinite Warfare double XP weekend. And then when you said that, I thought, well, you guys drink Mountain Dew, so yeah, what a guess? Yeah, there you go. This uh, fucking world, man. It's crazy. Yes. Video games are weird, Drew. Fuck for a long time. Um, Rocket League still getting updates. There's a new map coming in October that will be underwater. <laughs> it's called the Aquadome. That means ball will float. Uh, I don't know if the actual track is underwater. If you're just like in a bubble underwater, so I don't. Oh uh, yeah, that'd be that'd make more sense, John. I yeah. bet that's a cool looking level though. Uh, Res Infinite will support 4K on PS4 Pro. I expect these to be a lot of new stories. The question is, is it native 4K? No. Who cares? <laughs> uh, I, I mean, did that. You, you, you've seen that game, right? That's just like polygons. Yeah, it's, game. it's just a remake of... Or no, it's an actual sequel, right? Uh, I'm not sure. I don't I've heard it's got old levels, but then new levels as well. So yeah, yeah. So added content, but okay. You know, so it's kind of like a director's cut of the first game. Sure. 
Uh, Pokemon Uranium fan project has ceased all development and support, so it is what it is. Well, it, it did fully come out, so I guess it's over with. Yeah, they released a patch and everything for it. You can still get the patch. Speaking they of, did what they needed to do. Speaking of patches, Recore got patched this week on consoles to shorten the load times. Did it? I, I booted it up after the patch. It's definitely better. It's still not nearly as good as the PC, obviously, but... I did actually start play a little bit of that this week. The load times did put me way off, but that actually feels... It's, it's a nice feeling game. I like that game a lot, and you should just play it on PC. Because that's... No, I haven't. I have got the disc version. So uh, why'd you do Sucks. that? Sucks. Because it was cheap on Expert Zone, so. Uh, no. You should have just bought the PC version instead. <laughs> okay. Um, hey. Who doesn't know what Battle.net is? Okay. Everybody... A rhetorical question? Uh, it's going away. Mm. There will be no okay. more Battle.net. Thank God for that. I mean, it's huh. not nineteen. No, it's not two thousand and one anymore. So Blizzard's changing the name of the service to Blizzard something, uh, which is should be uh, familiar with anybody who uses their services because they already have Blizzard Streaming and Blizzard Voice. Uh, all the services will be unchanged, so they will function the way they do today. But it will no longer be branded as Battle dot net. Uh, will happen in the next couple months. When is uh, BlizzCon? October, right? So probably they'll they'll maybe elaborate a little bit more. I don't know then. Uh, I think that's it. Yeah, that's it. That's all the big news. So let's do some emails. I like emails. There's a lot of emails. First email comes from Eorkara. He says, hey, yo, it's your Carter. Adam, bro, you sound like my kind of guy. Uh, we're, we're having a conversation for these two guys back and forth through our email chain on this show. Uh, he says, we should go out motorboating together. It will be the tits. I see what he did there. <laughs> ah, <laughs> literally. Very yeah. clever. Yeah. He also says, I like Jay. So there's, there's your first mention. Okay. Uh, he says, whatever happened to Justin, don't we all know? Uh, hey John what football team you go for man I'm all Man City uh, just want to know so when we take you to town I will write in okay so I I support two teams Um, unfortunately one of them is Manchester United so you can already take me to town on that one Um, although we are about to meet again in the uh, EPL League uh, Cup Um, and then Norwich because I live in Norwich and he uh, updated the picture, the infamous picture, which I think at this point, man, you're cluttering it. Let's, let, it was good. It was perfect. He added a chicken sitting in the seat with Jason. So there you go. <laughs> so, all right. Next email comes from Doc, not Doc Brown. He's Marty. Uh, it's called Co-op. It says, hey, guys, long-time listener, first-time writer. Uh, I've been listening since I was in 10th grade. So 2010. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. Nice. Uh, First off, let me start by saying you guys are arguing over the wrong things, man. It's not about Doritos anymore, guys. Are we still on this? It's never going to end. Baked chips are the way to go, but let's face it. Everything is is better baked. Wink, wink, nudge, Uh. nudge. 
<laughs> I see what he did there. Uh, anyways, I was wondering if you guys have any suggestions of good co-op games that could be played split-screen for either PS4 or Xbox Uno. Uh, I think Diablo. You, I thank you for any suggestions, and keep fighting the good fight. P.S. Jay, go fuck yourself. <laughs> okay. <laughs> See, like, I don't, I don't mind these kind of comments, but I'm always curious what sparked it. You know? Yeah, I know. I want context for when people say things because that like, makes it did better. Did you disagree with something I said? Am I just you, you ruined the ending of Red Dead Redemption? I did. John Marston dies, bitches. All right. <sighs> so good co-op games. Uh, John nailed it. Diablo, that's a good one. Uh, Skylanders, that's a good one. Lego mm. games, if you, yep. if, if, you like if you like the Lego, if you like the Lego games, those are good. Uh, mm. Good uh, co-op, uh, couch co-op. Uh, Gears is going to be couch co-op. Yep, that's always good. A Halo Master Chief Collection, that's a good one. Uh, if you like platformers, the Rayman Legends and Origin games yes. are awesome. Yes, those are. Oh, great. the football game in the football game in those are brilliant. Yeah, uh, I think in the second one it was like, oh, it's so much fun. Yeah, those Rayman games are super good, and they gave Very one good. of them away free on Xbox One. Or I know, no, on PC they did for the anniversary thing. I'm pretty um, sure they gave away Legends oh, on Xbox One. Oh, you might be right. They're great. Oh, they are good fun. Games. Yeah, very good games. Oh, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I mean, you you've got some good stuff there. Those are all good games. Yeah, couch co-op. You know, it's funny. Some of the best time I've had playing with other people, at, like the physically at my house, t- playing until dawn, passing the controller around. Yeah, that's a, that's a fucking ball. Any of the Telltale games, if you're interested in any of those IPs, those are good. Pass the controller games. Until dawn, you know, as an experience, I guess. That d- as you were saying literally earlier, literally just said that two seconds. Did ago. I? I was not paying attention. <laughs> Clearly. Thanks, John. Clearly. Thanks. My apologies, Drew. I love you, Riley. <laughs> I don't believe you. Okay. Uh, <laughs> next email comes from Neo Shakespeare. That's the, that's his email name. So I didn't. Uh, oh, sorry. His name's Chad. It's in the email. He says Chad. hi. Ga- it, the, it says PSVR is imminent. Uh, hi, gang. I've been excited for the PSVR for a while. I know I'm part of the minority. Uh, and I finally got my hands on one about a month ago. I got to play around with it for about an hour, play about a dozen experiences, he puts that in quotes, <laughs> and sort of check out the cinematic mode. Uh, I'm really glad I did because this totally helped temper my expectations. This thing is <laughs> this thing is good, but it's definitely not great. Oh, um, it does what it, it does what it advertises. It does put you in a VR-like experience. However, at no point did I feel detached or falling all over the place because I couldn't discern the difference from VR and RR reality. Reality. <laughs> uh, I think the likely culprit for this reason is the is that the graphical fidelity felt foggy or muddy. Um, it seems like there was that's a that's la- what you want. Yeah, it seems like there was a a lack of fine detail that I'm accustomed to, but on the bright side, I didn't get any screen door effect. Um, however, the best part of the whole thing was the sense of scale immersion I have never experienced before. In many games, I might say that looks like a long drop or that's a tall building, but that sense of scale really grabs you with this thing. Uh, I still have my pre-order, and I'm looking forward to getting this thing home and playing around with it, but at this point, it seems like its potential outweighs its current ability. 
Um, if they could just get the graphical fidelity a little more crisp, this thing would be mind-blowing. I guess we'll have to give it a couple years, and they'll come out with a new and improved model. And I don't think we'll see a new and improved model if the first one does not succeed. Uh, yeah, I um, think the, the issue with that is that it's not the headset that's going to be the issue. It's going to be the PlayStation. And the PS4 Pro will help with the frame rates, but you're not going to get better looking games. Yeah, and they've said that all along as well. You know, it is a cheaper alternative to something like the Vive or the Oculus, but they are where it's at in regards to its uh, the, the the quality of the uh, of the experience, you know, graphics wise and and crispness. I guess um, it's just that the PlayStation has the better chance of actually the uh, doing market, well because yeah. of the yeah the, the because of the install base, but. Uh, and the and again the price point. I, I think it's what you get. I think it's more the price because it's kind of funny that you and stay say install base because I'm pretty sure more people have PCs than PS4s. Not ones that can run VR. Well, That's the thing. Maybe uh, you. Yeah. You got yes. You've got absolutely everyone's got a PC nowadays. Christ, but you. I don't have a PC that can run that thing. You've only just got one that I can. I think. I would imagine probably. 15 to 20% of the PCs in the world could probably run one of those. But still, let's also not forget that there is a Gear VR. And there, yes. there are more of those than there are PS4s. Oh, Christ, Samsung had given the fucking thing away. You exactly. Know? So it's uh, For the experience, and as I said, I think last week uh, when we were talking about it, if you want to f- get the experience to feel that sensation, that does it. But again, you're talking about a experience only a uh, graphically wise only a phone can 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 handle hey some people just want their vr porn okay uh, and, and absolutely that if you want your vr porn get vr's your man <laughs> not that i would know but you know right right sure, <laughs> yeah, sure. as he's watching one right now yeah. wink wink nudge nudge everything's better baked absolutely <laughs> oh god damn oh next email comes from sam it's, uh, it's entitled Cool Ranch Mountain Dew. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We yeah. need to really draw a line under this. Alright, he says, can't we just set aside our Dorito differences? I love that phrase, by the way, Dorito differences. <laughs> and agree <laughs> that Baja Blast is an excellent drink to have with any Doritos or anything yes, from Taco you Bell. Are correct. Baja Blast. Yes. I'm not familiar. It's, it's no, it, no, go no, to Taco Bell. You'll get some Baja Blast. Yeah, it was originally a Taco Bell exclusive, but now they're starting to put it in stores. It's Mountain Dew. It's a it, flavor of yeah. Mountain Dew. We it's just get one flavor. flavor. We only get one flavor of Mountain Dew over there. Fucking. God, I know. There's a million flavors is, is of Mountain it, Dew. Is it a diet flavor or is it no. regular? It's, it's oh. I don't. I don't yeah. like sugary drinks too much. Well, probably don't drink Mountain Dew then. <laughs> I don't. Okay, it's 280 calories, se- sure. 73 grams of sugar. Holy shit. In a 20 ounce. Yeah, no thanks, man. I got I got news <laughs> for you. If you have any kind of, like, you, if you count calories or you watch your sugar intake, you don't fucking go to Taco Bell. This is true. I'm just, I'm just going to throw that out. No, there. no, no. It's all about kind of curbing your intake, right? If you take... Whether you have regular Coke or Diet Coke with your Big Mac meal makes a big difference because that like that drink, that huge, large-ass drink adds a lot. 
It adds a lot of it adds a lot of smiles to me. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's good for you, oh, man. That's good for you. you know, along with your beer belly. Like, I only you know, like to I only size. like to eat food that is going to slowly uh, just deteriorate my life functions over years. Yeah, get some uh, some Taco Bell and just man, I'll tell you what, blast. You go to Taco Bell, get yourself some Dorito tacos, and then skip on over to Skyline and get some cheese fries, and then just just go stop at the morgue and pick up a casket, and you're good. <laughs> yes. <laughs> pick out a casket. <laughs> I mean, I want a place where I can do all three at once. You know, I want a place where I can buy coffins and also get some fast food. Hell yeah, if they made it like a coffin buffet, let's do that. You can eat what's in it. You can eat what's in it, and then and just then lay just down. down. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> On a side note, there's only about two or three weeks before the Five Guys opens in Norwich. Oh, oh boy! Did, you, did anybody did anybody see the exchange I had on Twitter the other day with Drew? I did. No. Okay, so okay. Oh, this was this was fantastic because yeah. I, Drew tweeted me a cheeseburger, which, by the way, I don't I don't want to discredit. It looked good. It looked good. It's good. It's but I told good. you I needed to introduce Hulk's you some great burgers. Yeah, I told you I needed to introduce you to a smash burger, which then a uh, friend of the oh, show, yes, Fapature, said uh, smash burger is for hipsters, and then Smash Burger retweeted and said, "Dude," and then they put a gif of a cat with glasses on. <laughs> It was pretty. Smashburger is the best. It was pretty fantastic that they. And then, yeah, Fabricator was like, "This is awesome." Yeah, <laughs> like that is just too cool that Smashburger was like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, his email goes on. Mafia Three looks pretty sweet. Damn right he does. Um, a game in that era sounds like a blast to me, but I've only ever played the Mafia Two demo. What are y'all's thoughts on the series prior to Three? And are you confident Three will be the best entry in the series to date? Uh, uh, the first Mafia is not great. I didn't I remember, play the first one. I played on PC. Yeah, it wasn't great. The second one, I really enjoyed. Me too. Yeah. It's all about that storyline, the characters. Yeah. Uh, the world itself, you know how when you have open world games, most of the time the game and the story and the characters are there to serve the world itself. But in Mafia, the world it exists to serve the storyline. Exactly. So it's... the... the yeah, open world doesn't really function a lot of like side quests and all this random Mm-mm. stuff that you can do in uh, Grand Theft Auto. So you don't get sidetracked. You have like a mission. You exist in this world, but all the side stuff doesn't really matter to that main storyline. Yeah, I, it felt like the most linear open world game I'd ever played. Yeah, and that's why I made it good. Yeah, it was focused. And Mafia Three just. I don't know, man. There's just stuff about, like, I love the time that it's taking place in. I love the setting. I love yeah. the options. The music. Yeah, yeah. the music. New Orleans, right? Yeah, it's New Orleans, and you can go, like, into the swamp. Like, I was reading the other day that you can dispose of bodies by feeding them to alligators. I mean, come on. Oh, that's awesome. I mean, come on. Like, just everything about that game feels like a world that I want to spend a bunch of time in just dicking around. Yeah, 1960s, 70s. You know, in the South. Yeah, like that, that just... That, like that Southern Mafia stuff. Yeah, that That's, just yeah. sounds super... And everything I've seen of that game looks really good. I'm all in on that game. Uh, actually, I pre-ordered it uh, when I canceled my PS4 Pro, side note. Nice. Good job. <laughs> I picked up... Dan- I, picked- I did. I picked up Deus Ex, and I, I pre-ordered Mafia, and I pre-ordered the Batman collection, and I said, you know what? 
I can play games instead of buying new hardware that I don't need. Oh, you're totally right, Ken. I was literally buying that system, and you know there's only one game I would have played on it, because I prefer to play on Xbox. It would have been Horizon, and I can already play that. So. Yeah, it's for for what you have, like your TV and what your needs are, the PS4 Pro just didn't make sense for you. That's nope. what I've been telling you the whole time. And you, you I made the right choice. I canceled it, and I'm enjoying the hell out of Deus Ex, and I think I'll enjoy the hell out of Mafia. So. Uh, and his la- lastly, he says, "What are each of your top three most anticipated for this fall?" Thanks, dudes, and have a good week. And I'll see y'all on Forza. Which, by the way, we have a club. Y'all should go join it if you play Forza. I just joined. Uh, our club, ZTGD. Yes, I did. Are you number two? <laughs> Probably, but I won't be long before okay. I'm number one, my friend. Uh, no, no, no. I meant, are you the second person? <laughs> no, there are three of us. Oh, there okay. Are three of us now. Okay. So yeah, go join that club and and we'll play some. Uh, I want. I'm interested to play some of the co-op. I think that's cool. Uh, top three most anticipated for me is South Park was, but that's gone. So probably Dead Rising, Gears of War, and Mafia Three. Uh, for me, it would be Final Fantasy Fifteen, The Last Guardian, and um, uh. Let's toss up between Exist Archive and Science Case Zero. Cool. Anybody else? Um, uh, go ahead. Uh, I was going to say uh, Modern Warfare 2. <laughs> That's sad. No, it's Modern Warfare. Modern Warfare 2. Oh, you sorry. Modern Warfare Mod- 1, yeah. No, it's the second Modern Warfare. Um, <laughs> uh, I guess, yeah, Modern Warfare. Uh, Fantasy as well. Final Fantasy 15. I can't really want, really want to be good. And I've just had the other one, which is Forza. So, ten you, years not out yet. You gotta pick. You gotta pick another. That one's technically out. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, South Park. I would have said, but that, as you say, it's moved on. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, I would say maybe Dishonored too. Just, I just kind of want to. You want me to give you some list of games that are coming out, Jones? Make it easy for you. No, no, that's fine. That that's was fine. Yeah, yeah. Dishonored seems to be the game everybody keeps forgetting is coming out this year. Oh, I, I'm, and, I'm excited for it. Just not as much as the other three. Yeah. Interesting. Mafia, Mafia looks cool. I just didn't get on with two. The control scheme was off for me, so it kind of. I think they'll do right this time. So that might be quite cool. But uh, I like the aesthetic design of Dishonored Two. You know what game I'm looking forward to? What? That is flowing, flying way, way, way under the radar, but I still want to play it. Is Vermintide? I knew it. I knew he was going to say that. That's out next week, right? I don't know what that is. Yep, that's out next no, week. No, I don't. Warhammer 4K. Oh, okay, uh, cool. of course, of course, of course. Nice. Yeah. Um, and then I did. I I forgot to mention this in uh, the fondling earlier, but I got into the For Honor Alpha. Oh yeah. And got to play it for about two hours. That game was so that's good. And God, that's I next can't year. Wait for that. Yeah, yeah, that's February. Yeah, that's, that's 2017. Oh man, we God, all I need can't to. Wait for that game to come we all out. need to play that game. That game is so good. Holy cow! <laughs> no so one good. said Watch Dogs yet. <laughs> I, I'm 100 percent excited for Watch Dogs. Actually, like I, I don't know. I, it seems like a hipster fucking simulator. I don't know. It just seems. I don't. Uh, I don't know. There's something about it that's not quite sitting right with me. I don't know. I'll, I'll wait to see some more gameplay footage and see what like the reviews like. But it's. I thought I'd be well stoked because I didn't mind the first one and going on track record with Assassin's Creed where I didn't like the first one, but you know the second one blew me away. I was kind of this. this I'm really looking forward to it, but 
I don't know. There's something about it. That's... The Watchdog has this kind of stigma right now. I tell people, I'm like, oh man, I I missed playing Watchdog last year. Uh, I could pick it up for like literally like eight dollars. I could buy it. And I think I that's like, a good value. Yeah. And that's then they're they're it, like, y- you don't you don't need to play that game. That's what I, everyone I tells me. You don't I, need to play Watchdogs. I think for eight dollars you'll get like you won't finish it because it peters out long before it's over. Yeah, but it drags the, on too long that game. The ideas in that game are cool for a good fifteen to twenty hours. Like, let me ask you a question now. Sure, sure. Um, are you at a point right now where you're sitting around like, man, you know what? I really need something else to play. That's <laughs> <laughs> right. Hell no. Because if you're not, it's not worth it. Okay. It's 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 a so I I get it and I agree with Ken. There's some neat stuff in there. But it is the definition of mediocre. <laughs> it is. Yep. You're not yep. you're not missing anything. So unless you're just sitting around like, man, you know what, I really need something to play for fifteen, twenty hours, I would not recommend it even for eight bucks. Because it really is it's I mean, it's a five in every sense of the word. I I can't think of a game more mediocre. <laughs> it's not bad. It's just Mediocre. It's boring. Um, yeah, that sounds about right. And I, ju- I just don't feel like there's anything there that if you don't play it, you're going to be like, oh man, I really missed out on, you know, this. I really missed out on walking past people and hacking into their phones <laughs> to take money from them. Um, <laughs> it's just, I don't know. I don't feel like I don't feel like you'd be sitting back going, man, I'm really sorry I missed that. <laughs> That's where I'm at. I know that sounds very uh, uh, confrontational as it relates to Watch Dogs, but I've never played a, a more aggressively <laughs> mediocre game in my entire life. What did Watch Dogs do to you, Ryan? I was about to say, Jesus. <laughs> it was boring as heck. It was, like if, it was like if they took Grand Theft Auto and just sucked every ounce of soul out of it. <laughs> oh, uh, man. <laughs> wow. Oh, I'm loving Ryan's description. Uh, like, if they're like, if they're like what, are, what are all the things that make Grand Theft Auto successful? Just take every single one of those out. But, you know, leave in the cars and stuff. You know what's, you know what's funny about, as, <laughs> about his description is, like, I can't say he's wrong. Right. Yeah. Even though I did have fun with the game for about ten to fifteen hours, <laughs> it is it is soulless. It is soulless. That's the best way I can put it. I hope the second one is good. I do. All right. Uh, anybody would, else? Go ahead. Yeah, I, I would say that my uh, my top three games between now and the end of the year, um, definitely Final Fantasy fifteen. I am so looking forward to that game. Um, the, the only thing that I'm kind of like, eh, about is I don't know if I can actually get really into the story. Um, I heard that the uh, the Kingsglaive movie um, is just kind of, I mean, you, you saw it, uh, didn't, you, didn't you see it, Jay? Yeah, I did. Yeah, uh, it seemed like, and you thought it was just okay. It's it's better than Spirits Within. That's but not a compliment. Those, uh, I know, I know. Yeah, that's... Uh, yeah. What I'll say is that it's flashy, and it's got it's got a lot of neat mechanics and ideas behind it, but the actual storytelling is a mess. So that's uh, the problem with it. That's the thing. I I, I kind of fear the same for the game itself. I, I, I'm 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 fearing that the game will be a technical achievement, look absolutely beautiful. Um, 
I'm thinking they'll have like some of the coolest action sequences, boss fights that you can imagine. But then at the same time, I, I'm fearing that it might be maybe not, not, not soulless, but definitely more style over substance. Um, but yeah. I am hot. You're not, you're not wrong in thinking that because the, the latest Final Fantasy, like the Final Fantasy 13 series is basically all, all style. All flash and very little substance, right? Yeah. So yeah. I think 15 does maybe has a possibility of suffering from that, but they are trying a lot. Like they're putting a lot of effort into making people, you know, uh, like these characters. Uh, the whole anime series they're doing, like Brotherhood or whatever, that takes like uh, some time to kind of introduce the characters one at a time, show what they're about and their uh, their relationship to Noctis and what they have in stake. And the fact that you're going to be playing with the four characters from the beginning of the game to the end of the game, that's unprecedented for any kind of Final Fantasy game. And I think that has a lot of potential. Because that's... yeah, if, you, if you're stuck with one cast, you're always with them so that you're always learning more about them. And if you get, if you get really, I guess, invested into these characters particularly, then the story itself, even, the, even if the story is not fantastic... Because you like the characters, you'll care what happens to them. And that's what I feel like will happen with 15, or I'm rather I'm hoping will happen with it. I'm, I'm also really not looking forward to uh, hearing the song Stand By Me by Adele every, every two hours throughout the whole game. Is that a thing? I didn't even know that song was in the game. Uh, yes, yeah. Um, okay. Square Enix, they, they had a deal with Adele. And, uh, that's like the song for the game is, uh, that rendition of Stand By Me. Okay. And I saw this, uh, there was this Square Enix presentation of Final Fantasy XV that was held earlier this year. And it was like a two hour presentation. And I think they played that song, like either in the background or like during a cutscene presentation. Probably about five or six times during that two-hour presentation, and I'm just wondering if they're like, "Hey, we got Adele, we got this really cool, you know, Western song, you know, let's exploit it in every single touching moment throughout the whole game. We're gonna we're gonna have this song playing, and I'm just I'm not looking forward to that, but I do think that the game will be pretty awesome." Um, for the most part, I hope uh, I'm so. look- yeah, I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to Final Fantasy 15. I'm also uh, looking forward to uh, Titanfall 2. Um, nice. I'm a big uh, mecha mecha head. I-, I love going into mechs and stuff. Uh, you know, I wish I wish Gundams were real. <laughs> don't so. don't don't we all, man? Like I've seen that life size uh, model of the Gundam thing. I was like, oh man, I'm oh, gonna climb God. into that so bad. Good lord. That would be so we, cool. I shall take some nice photos of it when I'm there. Yeah, yeah. Make sure uh, you climb into it, John, and try to take off into the space. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we what, need to what? we need to move on. Okay. We still have one more email. Said I, I was hey, getting to you. I was going to let you do your thing, and then we're going to move on. Okay. Uh, this is real easy. Uh, Gears Four, Dead Rising uh, Four, and um, Final Fantasy. Damn, we were almost on sync, Drew. Yeah, uh, I'm a I'm a JRPG guy. You I know, know I know. I'm interested. Like Final Fantasy would probably be number four for me. So. Yeah, I mean you're getting, uh, aren't you? Absolutely. Yeah, I'm I'm totally in on this one. I want to play it. 
Um, I like both of the demos that they put out, so I'm I'm very interested. Okay. All right, last nice. uh, email comes from Antonio. Unless we get another one just now, did we just get another one? No. Okay, spam. Sorry. Uh, this email is entitled Drew 4G Radio. Yay! Comes from Antonio. Says over a month ago, uh, I got a bad cut on my foot, which resulted in a severe infection. Which led Ooh. to an amputation just below my knee two oh, days ago. Oh, oh my god! Thanks, man. I'm sorry. Yeah, that sucks. Uh, he wow. says I have taken the situation really well, especially knowing that I have a prosthetic coming uh, in a couple months. Listening to your is it robotic? That would be awesome if it's ro- like you could be Bionic Man. Or yeah. Uh, listening to your current and past podcast really helped pass the time while I was in the hospital. Uh, strangely, I got a strong urge to play one of my favorite series from last gen, which is Dead Space. I really hope there's a remake or reboot in the works, so between rehab and numbing it up with some Dead Space and Nacho Cheese Doritos... Oh, oh hey yeah. No, hey-o. no, 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 no. Um... I'm looking forward to future podcasts. By the way, as a Sony fanboy, I'm not afraid to admit that I don't care about the pro at all. Uh, but I'm really excited to see what the Scorpio will entail, considering the rumors. Mm. Well, first off, get well, man. And yeah, yeah, that is yeah. rough. But uh, we will be harsh. here for you every Monday to tell you bad jokes. Yeah. And you listen the to the worst about, about JRPGs with uh, Phoenix Down, if you're into that. And Drew, be sure to tell them what you think of the pro. I don't give a fuck. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I just like that. I mean, yeah, people can get it if they want. Of I course just, they it's, can. It's not Thanks, for Drew. me. It's no, not thanks, for me. Thanks, Drew. <laughs> thanks, Drew. Cheers. Thank you. I've you have got my your permission. permission. Yeah, I've got, yeah, I've got your permission. <laughs> I'm so happy. Oh. Uh, Anyway, tweets, 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 tweets. Mookie sent us a tweet. Uh, PC Gamer News Story said, This is one fine news. Valve has removed Digital Homicides games from Steam. No, yeah, I heard about that from Monsieur Sterling. Uh, Creed says, Gambus is back, and then put a gif of uh, Captain Kirk screaming con. Oh, man. That's awesome. Con. Uh, all right, this one's uh, this one John responded to, but Mookie said, "Standing tall on the wings of my dreams." Wait, on the wings <laughs> of a love up and above. Uh, he says, "Wait, why did you guys stop the awesome song? I love Perfect Strangers." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, we had that whole thing with sitcoms last week. Huh? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and John's like, "What's well, Perfect Strangers?" <laughs> yep. Pretty funny. Uh, Mookie says, uh, I'm Asian, Jay, and I know onion rings, but thanks for the recommendation. <laughs> I had no idea that we had like Asian listeners. I, I expected everyone to be white. See, <laughs> what is wrong with you, man? Uh, that is, yeah, that's totally wrong. That's racist, dude. That's racist. <laughs> We're racist. Know, is it Ken? No, it's really not. Who oh, are you, Palmer Lucky? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's going to be a fun joke. Um, <laughs> uh, Rufus says, I love your show, faithful listener, but let's be real. Vote. Don't be dickheads. It matters. Okay. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When... When Trump is president, you'll all talk about the fact that you didn't vote. Oh, God! 
see what you did? You see what <laughs> <Yeah>. you did? <laughs> my, my thing is, I don't want either uh, one of them to be president. Well, you can Just, go vote uh, for Ron Paul, Rand Paul. I'm, I'm voting Paul for Paul myself. You, really? Are you are you running? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you don't in Gam- America. You don't have to, John. Gambus Khan for president. Um, let's make America awesome and free pizza Mondays. I'm on board. Okay, I mean, I'll vote okay. you'll get my vote, and I'm not even American. Let's go. Let's get that campaign going. <laughs> but 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 is it what pizza is it? If it's Domino's, I don't. You don't have to <laughs> listen to this guy because Domino's, even if it's free, after a while, you know, like you'll you'll die. You'll just die. It's just. You'll die from eating any pizza. That sounds like Jay wants to run for presidency too. Oh, yeah. He already got a counterpoint. I might have to get Taco a... Taco Tuesday. Taco Tuesday. For everyone. Oh shit, man. Taco Tuesday. I think I'm still yeah. gonna have to go with the pizza unless it is Domino's that I might have to think about it. I really don't like Domino's. Yeah, we need a debate. We need a debate right now. Let's get Dom- the let's Domino's. get the podiums up. I think Domino's has improved over the last couple of years, but well, well, yeah, for you a guys, while you they, can polish a turd, suck. but after yeah, they, a while, they, they sprinkle some seasoning with that cardboard. It's nice. <laughs> what you just said is disqualifying. Oh, that's a disqualifying comment Uh-oh. for being president. Me? Yeah. Guess you're out. Oh, good lord! So, so what? What pizza would you guys suggest? Casanos, and we'll just make it a nationwide chain. Casanos is pretty. Damn I was about good. to say, I was like, I don't know what that is. You need to yeah, try it someday, local. Drew, because it's it's. Casanos is awesome. All I have around here is Domino's, Papa John's, and Pizza Hut. Uh, only, it's like a piece of wasteland. Man. Yeah, Jesus. only one of those is even yeah. really good. I don't really like Papa John's. Papa John's is all right, but it's better than the other two. <sighs> I don't know. I, I go to Domino's a decent amount. You go, have you, you guys had Godfather's? Godfather's? Yep, it's, I've had Godfather's. Godfather's it's good. Yeah. I still I still stand by Cousin Vinny's. That's uh that's a good pizza. <laughs> My cousin Vinny. That's a that's a that's a damn good pie. And they're open till four AM. Have you had a pizza hotline here in Carlisle? Yeah, I had it uh, not too long ago. It's okay. It's I mean, I might as well drive down another block and get Casano's because it's better. Uh, I disagree. Oh, yeah, I'm not voting I, for you now. I disagree. <laughs> the thing is, though, I do like Casano's, but for some reason, that particular location, they they the, the, the last few times we had pizza, they didn't really put any toppings at all. Oh, I I, so. I get I get from that place all the time. I, I, I okay, love, okay. They so, must have treat they must have treated you good then. Oh, I so to to, to spice up this little debate, what do you get? What kind of pizza do you get? Depends on how I feel. Uh, sometimes okay. depends get, on the place. Honestly, yeah, it really does depend on the place. Like at Casano's, I don't care much for their meat, so I'll usually mm. just get a cheese. But if I go to like Papa John's or Pizza Hut, I'm getting sausage, pepperoni, bacon. I mean, whatever yeah. I'm in the mood for that day. I don't put Do any you veg- get vegetables. I don't get any vegetables on my pizza. Generally like, speaking, I'm a vegetable person. Nah, I, I'm not a rabbit. I like veggie pizzas. I like uh, um, deluxe. <laughs> How do you guys feel about margarita pizzas? Sausage. Huh? How do you feel about margarita pizzas? Pretty nope. good. Actually, Donato does a pretty good one. Fuck I'll tell you one yeah. thing. I'm a, I'm a big fan one. of Hawaiian pizzas. Hawaiian pizzas. Yeah. Pizza. Yeah, I like Hawaiian. I feel like I'm Hawaiian doing carnivore awesome. on this show. Jesus. Except I like to mix it up a little bit, and I do pepperoni and pineapple instead of ham. Mm. Oh, you rebel. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, 
Just, just put some. Uh, I do what I can. Just put some ficus system. meat on there. God damn. I usually just do the standard pepperoni pizza. Pepperoni is good. Meat feast. Ninety percent of the time, pepperoni's good. Yeah. Hey Ken. Yes. Do you like ranch? Fuck no. You don't like ranch? Nope. Because with you, the pizza I get, oh God. I get the. It's called the uh, the California chicken at uh, Pizza Hotline. It's ranch dressing for the sauce. Oh, that's disgusting! Chicken, that... mushrooms, and onions, and mozzarella, dude. It is awesome. That's not a pizza. That's an abortion. That is oh. a pizza. That is not a pizza. Do you have to have marinara sauce to be considered a pizza? If, you know, a, if you're in America, Jack. No. <laughs> that's that's too much ranch dressing, man. That's, that's, that's a lot. Uh, I, 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 I'm sorry. Call me traditional. Call me old-fashioned. I like a fucking a, a pizza pie with some marinara sauce and some cheese. Okay. Some like, meat. I like some goddamn um, meat. Yeah, put some goddamn meat. Put some sausage and pepperoni, ham. I don't care. Bacon. Yes. bacon. Yeah, bacon's good on bacon's it. Bacon's good oh, on chicken, the pizza. Bacon. I'll tell you. I'll oh. tell you what I really like. Uh, you guys have CC's pizza and stuff, right? CC's, yeah, buffet. Yeah, you know they make the. It's like the barbecue. It's not barbecue. It's like buffalo chicken style. Yeah. yeah. It's got the hot sauce on it. That's actually really good. There's hey, the, Truthfully, there's really a bad pizza. Let's, let's be fair about that. The, the the saying goes right: pizza's so good that even when it's bad, it's still pretty good. The pizza's and like yep. the yeah. pizza's like sex, right? It, there's <laughs> even when it's, it's bad. Thing it's bad sex. Yeah, when it's bad, it's good still. You know. <laughs> hey Ken, weren't you with me when I had that bad CC sexual pizza experience? We're all with you, man. We're I, all with you. I think I might have been. CC is, yeah. I mean, when you have a bad experience somewhere, it, it sucks because it takes a while to get over it. Yeah, I'm still not over it. Um, we went to CC's went pizza. To CC's pizza, and I got the um, the um, the what should we call it? Uh, the Alfredo noodles, right? Yeah, they had Alfredo noodles, and I was eating it right. And I start, and I put, you know, put a spoon in my mouth. It was, you know, and I looked down, you know, at the plate, and I saw like the biggest fly <laughs> that I have ever seen, and it was like right there in the sauce, oh, right, God. right below the last time I scooped the uh, my spoon. Eating so your goddamn pizza. Nice. That's extra protein, man. Just eat it up. It's good for you. And. I had to go. I had to go to the bathroom, man, because it was. Oh my god, it grossed me out be, beyond. Because it it wasn't just a fly; it was like a fly that looked like it was like an inch in diameter or something. It was a fly. fly. Yeah, it was. I was just like, oh my god, and I just, I just eaten right like right above where it was at. I was just, I started gagging and had it. Oh man, it was bad. All right, well, we were having a good conversation about food, and then this happened, so let's move on <laughs> to other tweets. Uh, Adam says, okay, so I finally played slash finished Journey this weekend. Someone explain That's it cool. to me, because it floated over my head why it was so amazing. Uh, did he play online? I, I, You'd have to ask oh, him. Oh, right, You'd right. you have to uh, ask him, I don't know. So, um, I'll... I'll I guess I can explain it in the way that I played it, okay? So I played it, I sat down, 
I didn't know what to expect. This was before any reviews or any kind of hype was built up around this game. I, I just sat down, I picked up my controller, I started playing. And, you know, it just seems like a kind of a boring game, you know? I'm just kind of in the middle of nowhere. I'm just kind of jumping around, looking at things. And all of a sudden, this other other character comes along that looks a little bit like me, but has, like, a longer scarf or something. And I'm like, is this is this another player? Is this, a, is this, like, an NPC? I don't know. So I'm just playing, and then I just start kind of, like, naturally following this character along. And you see, he starts showing me, like, secrets around the level, going through these places. And um, as you continue through the game, you go through, a, like, a wide like a variety of like locales you go through these like really crazy sand dunes you go through this like really cold place and there's like monsters chasing you sometimes and you have to work together sometimes in order to go through obstacles and you know when you have to communicate with uh with another player you want to talk or you want to type or something but there was nothing you could do to communicate with someone other than just like ping and that's all you could do and the way this game made me feel as I went through these locations and the way I felt when I finished it is that I felt like a connection with that individual. I don't know who it was, but at the end that, that person actually um, used like the, what is it? Whoever you play with the, with the, in the most recently, and then sent me a message to tell me about like their experience. And then I, I sent one back, Uh, you know, we, and then we like, uh, it was like one paragraph each of like our experience together. And, it felt so organic, and it felt like a primal, primal experience. It's the best way I can put it. It's something that I felt a range of emotions through, like joy. I felt sadness. <laughs> I felt like these, like whole different range of emotions I felt during that, like three hours of gameplay. And I don't, I can't like, quite explain to you why I felt that way, but the game facilitated those feelings towards me, and that's what makes it special. Um, and if you don't feel that way, perhaps it was due to the way that you played it, and maybe it's not your kind of thing, you know? No game is uh, for everyone. And secondly, it's something that um, if there's so much hype behind something, obviously it's going to detract from the overall experience as well, I think. Because people will say that, like, oh, Journey is my favorite game of all time. And when you hear those kind of things, you have a certain expectation. And if you go in, you know, thinking that oh, I'm gonna, my mind's gonna be blown away. It's gonna be the best game ever. Then it's obvious that you're gonna most likely be disappointed. So it seems like a multiple front. Uh, but for me, it's something that I really enjoyed. So it was like a irreplaceable experience for me when I played it. It's like um, whenever I played uh, Heavy Rain for the first time. Um, there's a part where you're playing as a uh, Nam and Jaden FBI. And uh, he uh, he's going through that the Ari thing, and he's trying to figure out who the killer is. And he's like, he's get, he's got a limited amount of time, and you're timed on this. And, you know, and when he's in the Ari thing, he it, it slowly kills him almost. And what is so cool, and what they did so well about that scene was, you're basically watching him. He's he, like he's sitting at a desk, and he's going through the files and stuff like that. And you're doing this. And you're so invested on trying to find the files, trying to find the evidence and piece things together that you're not actually looking at Norman. But I remember playing that game for the first time and, you know, I'm struggling to try and find evidence and stuff like that. And I notice slowly there's a bead of blood dripping down from under his sunglasses that he wears. And I'm like, holy shit, this fucking thing is like fucking killing him. I thought that was such a cool moment 
of like what because you, you, it's so subtle you don't even see it unless you're actually paying attention. And small things like that in games, it's hard to find those. Mm-hmm. But when they when they happen, it, it like that that always stayed with me. I was like, that was such a cool moment when I saw him like that that blood coming down his eye. I was like, wow, that's insane. Nice. All right, moving on. Uh, Adam also says, can't we all just get along? It doesn't matter what coatings on Doritos, as long as we all agree <laughs> that, that Cool Ranch is the best. That Shadow Cool Ranch is the best. Shadow of the Call sucks balls. What does that mean? Shadow of the Calls. C O L L S. Oh, he Shadow probably. Of the oh, Shadow of the Colossus. So... Okay. Yeah, okay. it's a tweet. He's trolling. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Look at what you started, Ken. You know what? Right. Look we're, at what you we're, started. We're, we're having tweets and emails about Doritos, and you're worried about what I started. Yes. <laughs> At least Cool Ranch and Nacho Cheese are both good. I mean, Shadow of the Colossus just sucks, period. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Tra-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-
Game Freak made Timbo the Badass Elephant. That's the one, yeah. Oh. That's I thought a, that was made by some unknown indie developer for PC. No, that's, that's, that's made by the Pokemon people. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mookie says, did anyone try the first story-based DLC of Deus Ex Mankind Divided? Uh, we already talked about that. Nobody's played it yet, right? Oh, uh, crap. I forgot to talk about the Batman second episode. I haven't played it yet. I, I need to do that this week. So let's, let's it, just leave it at that. I'll play it for next yeah. week. Okay. Uh, Creed says, anyone else dying to try that ham dog? <laughs> ham dog? It's a what? hamburger with a hot dog in it. Oh, what? yeah. Heck yeah. That'd uh, be awesome. Geez, I'm going to go with no because I don't prefer to put mediocrity in, in a divine hamburger. I like like do, do, you pee, do you put the hot dog on top of like no, the no, no, no. Like patty? It's, or? It's, like, it's like molded into the patty when you cook it. That yeah. sounds what? so gross. That's gross. Yeah, I don't. Are I don't, you Americans going that far at this point? I don't. Uh, I mean, yes. I'll eat a hot dog. A hot dog is <laughs> a hot dog is fine. It's like a generic hamburger. It's not nearly. John, you, you don't understand the power level of America. Have you seen <laughs> the double down sandwich from KFC? Holy shit! Where no. you have two chicken bre- fried two chicken fried breasts that serves as the buns. For inside, there's like a melted cheese. And no, what? even I won't <laughs> eat that thing. The double yeah, down, no bread. To the, to there's the no point bread. where you can't even be bothered with fucking bread. Yeah, I mean, no, you just you just hold the chicken breasts, and they they're the bread now. They're bread. Oh okay? my! <laughs> <laughs> this world is doomed before Trump even gets his hands on it. I, I had one, and I woke up from a coma six weeks afterwards. <laughs> I, that is that is the one sandwich I won't touch. Like that's my line. That's what, I yeah, won't my, eat that thing. I, my curiosity knows no bounds. When yeah. it comes to That's bound to be illegal in this country. I don't know that I could eat more than two bites of it, like without getting sick. It's just, ugh. yeah, it's uh, it's very salty, is what I'll tell you. Mookie um, <laughs> says, which uh, which one that has more depth, Pillars of Eternity or Divi- Divinity: Original Sin? Oh God, <laughs> they're both they're both deep they're as both, fuck. They're both insane, dude. Yeah, it's yeah. Those games. I, are... I've seen Pillars of Eternity played. Uh, I have played a little bit of Divinity. Pillars of Eternity seems like it's a lot more deeper than yeah than, it's, than it's, Divinity. It's, those those games are both of them are pretty hardcore, but Divinity uh, is a little bit more friendlier in some ways. Yeah, I mean, it, it, like the the combat itself is. A lot more simpler. Um, the, the like Pillars of Eternity really reminds me of like old school Baldur's Gate stuff. Yeah, I mean, that's what it takes after. And yeah, it definitely does what, that justice. And you go back and try and play Baldur's Gate, man, that game's hard to play. It is. I have it on my phone, and it's tough. Yeah, right. One wrong move, and you're screwed. Moving before on. you guys can. T- Continue. Um, someone's just bought me food, so I'm gonna have to go. I've got KFC <laughs> in a bag, which is I got KFC. Hey, hey, John, make sure you take one of those breasts and then take another one, and you just get some melted cheese in between, get some bacon in there, just eat it up, man. Eh? So, oh, yeah. Double down. That sounds delicious. I think I might. All right. All right. You guys have fun. We're gonna move on. Uh, we still have quite a few tweets to get through here. Uh, Steve wants to know: Do you guys think Sony deserves the negative press they've gotten over the last few months? Yes. Uh, in some aspects, yeah. I think obviously it's the fucking internet and they're going to overblow everything. Oh, absolutely. The internet overblows but, everything, but they deserve some negative press for sure. Yeah, yeah. They, they definitely did, you know, the whole aspect with the. Um, 
uh, the some some uh, the way they presented the PS4 Pro wasn't done very well, obviously. Even though it was an impossible task to begin with, um, and also the, a lot of the things I can list when we're talking about that week, uh, there are there genuine genuine complaints to make. You know, I think they were, those were good, like the cross-play between platforms that they're not taking advantage of, um, and things like that. But at the same time, obviously, they're not like the worst company in the world or anything like that. No, just, no. People are going bonkers. They're getting complacent, and they probably need to be put in check, but the, the media will overblow anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, Remember a few years ago, they did that whole, what was the worst company ever, and fucking dumbass people on the internet said EA, whenever oh, yeah. it was going up against companies that, like, Fuck people over financially. They were voted in twice, I believe. Yeah. And I'm just like, really? A fucking video game company is worse than people who are, like, raising prices on medication that keeps people alive? All over a Mass Effect ending. All over because of Mass Effect? Yeah. Fuck y'all. Are you out of your mind? Yeah. All right. Dustin's got some tweets here. These should be interesting. When reviewing games, what difficulty do you play on? Uh, no, normal, and then I go back and play on easy and hard to see how they change. That's about it. That's about the the stock answer. Yeah, I, I think yeah. that's. I mean, normal is what the developers think is the game. Mm-hmm. Easy is usually for the story, and hard is for those guys that really want to challenge themselves. So, yeah. yeah. Um, what percentage of review games do you actually finish? I mean, it varies. Not, yeah, yeah, it varies. It depends. I mean, like I, I know Jay is a madman. I'm, I'm pretty good with that. I say, if I were to do a rough estimate, something like eighty-five percent. Yeah, I'm probably somewhere in the sixty to seventy, just because there are some games that just I can't do. Like, like for example, Forza Horizon Three. I'm not going to sit here and tell you I did everything in that game. There's no fucking way. No, that's, that's ridiculous. There's no way I did everything in that game. But something like ReCore? Oh, yeah. You know, 10, 15 hours took me to beat that game. Yeah, I, I did not beat Dragon Quest. Um, <laughs> you didn't have 100 hours in the last I didn't have it. No, I didn't have 100 hours. Um, <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, but then there's certain games like um, the Dead Rising Collection. Do I, I've played those games before. Yeah, do you don't that? need that. I, mean, really. I, I played the first hour of each of the Bioshocks before I wrote my review. I'm like, I've beat these games. The uh, the thing about reviewing games and the length and how much you played, I think it all comes down to transparency. Realistically speaking, we all have jobs. You know, we all have a very limited amount of time, and sometimes we just don't have the time, or we just don't feel it necessary to beat a game to review it, depending on the genre of game that it is. So as long as you say whether or not, like, like for me, I always put played or length. If I beat the game, I'll say length, right? And then that's how much uh, it took me to beat the game. That's how I, how much I estimate other people will take to beat the game. But I'll also put played. Like, for example, I review a lot of fighting games. How many hours of that game have I played before reviewing it? So you can kind of get, get a good idea of uh, how, much, uh, how much of a time uh, that I put into a game before I review it. And as long as you have that, I think it's fine. I think it's... Um, because when, when I first started reviewing games, I finished every game for like a year and a half. And that took a toll on me because I reviewed a lot of bad games. Yeah. And like some of them like literally physically hurt me to play because they would give me nausea <laughs> yeah. because of the frame rate drops and stuff. And when I played through those games for like 30 hours, it was just tough. So when it came to those kind of games, I, I started to just kind of take it back a bit. And then the, that's why I developed the whole played and length system. And it's been working out well. I'm having a more enjoyable time reviewing games now. 
Right. He also says, do you think a game's ending can influence a review for better or worse? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. The, my Mankind Divide yeah. review just recently. That game, if, they had, if that game had like a real good ending or like a, even a decent ending, that would have gotten like a 9 easy. But because of that ending, it just left us a bad taste in my mouth and it's got a lower score. That can definitely happen. I'm also very pro on the experience is more important than the destination. Right. But th- there are certainly like... Bioshock is still one of my favorite games, but let's be frank, that ending sucked. Like, yeah. that final boss is terrible. And the ending itself was just kind of... Yeah, it's not good. So, um, I mean, it, it, like it, a lot of people said it was, and, and I mean, I'll be honest with you, at the ending of Mass Effect 3, I, was, I felt cheated. Yeah, I was like, I that's mean, that's it? That's, but that's but Drew, you just, just pick a color, man, it'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, I uh, know. And I just, I was like, man, I mean, you know, because you span like three freaking games, you know, you get used to these characters, you make all these choices, and you hope they pan out in the end, and it kind of doesn't, and it ends on such a bad note. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, yeah like, but in retrospect, though, when I go back and think about those games, I don't think about that ending. I just think about how much fucking fun I had playing through all three of them. Exactly. Same yeah, yeah, they're, they're, yeah. That's the same. That's the same with me. I'm just saying, you know, like, there's tons of times where I felt cheated by an ending. Oh, but, I, know, when's still, the, uh, I think it's easier to list the times you didn't feel cheated by an ending anymore. Yeah, games games have a really tough uh, time closing out well, don't they? It's yeah. Just, I feel like the vast majority of times games have a bad or, you know, like a mediocre ending compared to like a good one. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, a fucking horrible ending was fucking L, uh, uh, L.A. Noir. Yeah, that was that was pretty bad. Oh my god! I was Red Dead like, Redemption pissed me off because I mean, what it pissed, I had it to pissed, do, what, what I had to do, off. yeah, because what I had to do for the last two hours of that game, yeah, I'm like fuck this, I don't want to play this. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, Shogun says I have XCOM two on PC, but it comes out next week on console. Anyone picking it up? Anyone beat the first one? I'm at the end. Oh my god. Uh, the first X XCOM game? Yeah, I beat or the XCOM first one. Too. Oh, I haven't beaten XCOM 2. I played a lot of it on PC, and um, the the performance issue was really getting to me, so I stopped playing it. I might go back with the new patches and stuff. I um, I did not beat the first one. I don't know if I'll play the second one. I probably will end up playing it because Drew can't review it. Yeah. So I will probably end up because I, I I think they're good games. I just don't, uh, maybe the second one will be better than the first. Uh, one. Ken, I will recommend that you play that game on easy mode to begin with. Yes, yeah, that game is brutal. That game's uh, brutal on normal. Yeah, no, oh. that game is also brutal on easy mode too. Well, it's like, true, that, but it'll it'll still challenge you on easy mode. On normal, it'll just brutalize you. Yeah. Right. Well, we'll see. I I if I wasn't if we weren't getting a code to review it, no, I would not buy it. Not my kind of thing. Uh, Dustin is back. Says, can instead of dropping all that cash on a pro, why not get VR so someone can review all those games? Well, I could have done that, except VR is sold out. Yep. So even if I wanted to get it instead, I cannot. So there's that. And truthfully, I've tried to reach out to Sony for the last couple of weeks to see if we could cover it. And I have not got a response. So I'm going to say we are not going to be covering VR uh, any at all. It's we didn't probably c- like a, it's a joke in the office. Look at this pissant wanting to review our VR headset. <laughs> you know, the only thing I ever got from Sony that was worth a damn was a Vita. I did get a Vita out of them. Oh, nice. That's yeah. a good deal. So, uh, he also says, Coke or Pepsi, Mountain Dew or Mellow Yellow? I'm a, uh, I'm a Coke man. 
Coke. I'm a Pepsi man, actually. Really? Yeah. Okay. I like Pepsi. And Pepsi I like, and Mountain Dew. Yeah, Mountain Dew. Oh, so, you guys totally are the Mountain ones Dew. that say, uh, can I get a Pepsi? And they'll say to you, would a Coke be okay? Is that yeah. how that conversation goes? Wow, that's like mind-blowing to me. I always say, can I get a Coke? And if they say I have Pepsi, then I'm like, all right, I'll settle. Yeah, that's that's how it always goes for me, too. So it's like the other way around. It's like, oh, But I don't that's... think anybody's going to pick Mellow Yellow over Mountain Dew. I don't think so either. I don't know what Mellow Yellow is. Either. It's essentially Mountain Dew. It's Coke's it's version. It's Coke's version of Mountain Dew. It's not nearly as good. Mountain Dew's like the bomb, man. Mountain Dew sounds like an authority. Mellow Yellow sounds like a piss drink. Yeah, Mellow Yellow is basically like if you took Mountain Dew and you took 7-Up and you try to find a soda that's like in between both of those. Yeah, I don't I don't care much. I'll drink it if it's the only thing available, but I, I no, Mountain Dew, 100%. You know, lately I've actually been jumping back into Sprite. I've been on a Dr. Pepper kick. I've, I've, liked, I've been jumping into Sprite a lot lately. I've actually actively bought Sprite, and I've never really mm. done that. Yeah, I buy Dr. Pepper, and like when I'm out, I'll get a root beer. I'll, hey, yeah. I love, I'll tell you one thing. I love me some cream soda. I drink cream soda all the time. Uh, he also says these damn flash sales aren't helping my backlog any. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the uh, new animation flash sale, that'll be ending probably when this goes up. Actually, no, you'll, you'll probably have a couple hours after this goes up. Uh, it has some really good sales. Like You can find some good RPGs like Tales of Symphonia Collection for like $5. You can get like Zestiria for like 12 uh, some PS1 classics for like $4. And also Digital Devil Saga 1 and 2 for $4 each. That's yeah. a steal. Those games are like 50 hours each, and they're yeah. great. So you should pick those up if you have them. <laughs> if you have time. Yeah, but $4. $4, you know. Uh, when's 12.7 come out? I've been waiting for it as long as The Last Guardian Final Fantasy fifteen. <laughs> Who said that? Dustin. What? Stop it. No. <laughs> Drew, you, uh, gotta, you gotta finish what you started, bro. Uh, his last tweet. This is it. Last tweet. We got through the show. Uh, he says, played The Witness last week. Platinumed it. What a great game. It's not tough. It teaches you everything you need to know. You, sir, are a genius then. Because that game well is hard. Good job. That must be a satisfying platinum trophy to oh get. Oh, my God. Say. I would feel like, like I would... St- run outside and scream, I'm the smartest man alive! <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, yeah, that game, that, that, that was one of those games that made me physically hurt. Yeah. Like, my brain hurt from playing that I game. mean, I was, like, you can ask my girlfriend, because she was watching me play some of this. Literally, I was standing up and, like, turning my head and shit <laughs> while trying to figure out some of this shit. That must have looked adorable. I'm sure it was. Oh, my God, that game. Whew. I gotta play that game before the year's over. You do. It is so good, but my. It looks. It looks great God, too. God, man. Whew. Uh, but that's it. That's all the tweets. If you want to tweet at us, it's at N4G Podcast. Uh, if you want to follow us individually, Drew is at DML Fury. Jay is at Bottomside Jay. Jason is at GambusCon. Ryan is at R Wombold. And fuck John, he left. No, just kidding. He's at John WUK. <laughs> you can follow me in the site at ZTGD. And if you want to shoot us an email, podcasts at ztgd.com. We get we get a lot of good emails lately. There we have. Keep yeah. them up. Yes. So there is all of that nonsense. Again, pay attention to the site and the Twitter feed this week. 
at ZTGD to win a copy of Warcraft on the Blu-rays. Yep. Um, yeah. You will have to send us your address, obviously, in a in a DM, so we can we can mail those to you. But now I know where you live. Now I know where you live. I'm coming to get you. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> I'm too lazy to go anywhere. I gotta leave the house. Fuck that, yeah. man. Uh, but that's it. That's the show. If nobody yeah. has anything else. Check out Phoenix Down. Yes. Finishing up Rogue Galaxy this week. And then it's Halloween time, right? Then it's Halloween time. Eternal Darkness, Sandy's Requiem. Oh, boy. Will they finish it this time? <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, but that's it. If nothing else, Gambus, do your thing and we can go. All right. Welcome to the N4G Podcast. Oh, you can... It's me, Mario. Zero dollar. This is going to be a very interesting episode. Greetings, programs. I got lost trying to find my way to the secret underground N4G radio lair. The Wombat. Oh, and then I, and then I killed the dragon. Yeah, I killed the dragon.